0: Yo, it's the most dope show, it's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5, them other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on, representing with the most killer spirit And we up with the joke, so you better grab a good pen and bad for your notes And forget them other folks, cause we got the best quotes does more than just jokers he woke and he got the files tell andy klein to turn up the dial i don't know where that boy tim is now raising the daughter he hella proud handy is straight up and randolph and hip-hop racist when tim miller hit that got funny shit the sock puppets has always be there to assist too many to name but they all of this shit i guess i could try love me some frankie french milner and mike b be lit i cannot forget about Petey and chris jl van with them trump impressions so they always near pop pop bang bang, getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation, gang gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, suave.
1: Hey, it's Randolph Terrence.
2: I'm Andy Klein. I'm Mike B.
3: I'm Karen Barrow.
1: Hey, we have three guys on plus the lovely Karen Morrow. We are right here with you guys. Uh, you guys who were in on with us on Monday already know. We were just sitting here discussing how to do, how you drink your tea in the South, uh, sweet <laughs> and cold. Cold and sweet. Uh, you really can't ask for hot tea. In the uh, in the south, I mean, you can ask for it; they may or may not give it to you. They bring it to you with a funky ass attitude, too. They like they throw the shit at you with the yes. tea bag. They like throw the tea bag. And,
3: Why are you so funky? And, and the thing that offends us is that we brew our tea, and that's yeah. a shocker to the system for a lot of people that's used to instant tea. Yeah, we don't do instant. No, you can get a bag. You're gonna put it on a machine. You're gonna brew it like yeah. coffee. That's yeah. how you will get your tea. Hey, do you guys do sun tea in North Carolina? Yes, uh, I got family members to do. They put them out on their porches. Put it on the porch. Yeah, it's the best shit ever. I mean, yeah, what I don't I, know what it does, but it and, and it brews it. But I can't explain it. The sun brews it differently, and, yeah. and it's and it's almost like a a lighter tasting tea. It's yeah. not as heavy, and that's not as dark, and it yeah. is. So rich and so sweet. And they, she put fruit and shit in it. It is excellent.
1: Yeah, you get that big, get them big ass tea bags, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you put that shit in like the in that um that clear plastic, uh, not plastic, that clear glass, that big clear glass thing, like an oversized S- mason jar. Yeah, yeah.
3: Seal that bitch up and put it on the porch in the sun. I don't know what the fuck Let it is it about sit the, the sun. it out there a few days. I, yeah, I, and, and it it. You can tell the difference. If you are a heavy tea drinker, yeah. right now, like most of us down here are, you can. And the thing is about tea, I always pick at at Roger because Roger don't drink tea. So I remember when we first started dating, I was like, niggas, you black? What you mean you don't drink yeah. tea? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, about, man, I don't know. It's just, there's so much sugar. I mean, you're
1: going to lose that foot. That's what I tell people. You yeah. get all that sugar. <laughs> we drink all the sugar shit. Yeah, pecan pie. All pecan pie is, is sugar. With pecans on top of it. That's all it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you mean pecan pie? See, you say a pecan. That's what we say. A pecan. <laughs> pecan. Yeah.
3: pecan. We, we, we hate it when folks got to correct us. we be like, it's a pecan pie. A pecan pecan pie. pie. Pecan pie. Oh, there's a
1: sugar with pecans on top of it. That's all with it is.
2: candied pecans on top of it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So they're yeah. wrapped in sugar already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, used to, yeah. Um, we used to have a, a, a pecan tree in um in our backyard when I was growing up well my neighbor's pecan tree but um, (laughs) did it come over y'all's yard yeah yeah somebody's gonna gather those things up real quick get a little get a little food line bag and start gathering up the pecan
2: storm away until November when you make a pie
0: yeah
1: Yeah, it's cold as a picture. We see all that, all that kind of stuff in Texas. We eat bad in Texas. Southern fried, uh, chicken fried steak. Y'all oh. got that in Carolina? Chicken fried steak?
3: Yes, and I, I think the difference. I didn't realize this, but up north you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Down here you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner is interchangeable. It's literally the same. Yeah. Like, like when you eat lunch, you it literally could eat like a a, a chicken fried steak, two sides, a uh, cornbread yeah. or biscuit and then a drink. And that's considered lunch and or dinner. Like very yeah. few people, you can tell the difference. Some some fancier places might make the lunch portion smaller than smaller. the dinner portion. Yeah, that's how I and try to it, do. It, it's still the same, like yeah. like it's still the same thing. Like up north, when you think unless lunch, you think of like uh, pastrami sandwiches, like and all that stuff. Yeah, you would be like, the hell is this, and we don't want that. Like, <laughs> give me some fried chicken. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna eat know. a whole meal for lunch.
3: Yes, twelve
1: thousand calories. I'm gonna come back and eat a whole meal <laughs> for <then> dinner.
3: <laughs> come back, come back to uh, work sleepy as hell.
1: Yeah, yeah, chicken fried steak is is death on a plate.
3: Yes, it is, but it's delicious with that white gravy. I'm yep. not even lying. Yes, with some mashed potatoes, you you can't tell me it's yes. death on a
1: plate. And then the, <laughs> and then the vegetables, the vegetables that you don't eat, you just ignore.
3: You, <laughs> you ignore just, them. Get the fucking vegetables out of here. If Goddamn carrots. Get, yeah, if you do get green beans. It's like smothered in some form of a pork.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: shit out of here. Well, now you got the air fryer. You can make it without deep frying it.
1: I probably could. I was thinking about. it. I could probably make a, a chicken fried steak. All oh, it is is ground beef.
2: Just I saw a video online for it.
1: Drilled down into a big fat patty. Just spread
2: it. Down. Yeah.
4: Fried. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I made a
0: um,
2: and the gravy. You can buy the, the gravy.
0: gravy. I made a wonderful Chick Fil A sandwich from my air fryer. The um the patties that I showed y'all. Yeah. You? yeah. Yeah. I just I got me some um potato bread. Got some lettuce, tomato. A little bit of mayonnaise. Slather that thing up real good. You know, I
1: might try that for lunch and, next week.
3: And you know what, Randolph? I remember, like I said, because I'm from down mm-hmm. south, they would pick up my cooking. They said I cook like a white woman. I was like, no, I don't want to die. In your food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, that's like, a, like when I say I don't want to die, it's like instead of you know the traditional pork stuff, I might use. Turkey, like turkey yeah. next like like I'll, I'll yeah. do like alternatives like that where you're still yeah. getting it, but it's it's not as bad. And they be like, you cooking like a white woman, like, well, this white woman gonna be around. I can't I can't eat like that, y'all. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I remember buying a uh, uh the turkey the turkey collard greens and the the glory turkey collard greens instead the pork collard greens The turkey collard greens. Mm. My mom, what you buying this for? I'm like, cause I'm trying not to. <laughs>
0: <You>
1: like
0: both <laughs> for your feet. You like
3: Trying to keep my arteries open. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, y'all, I got that from, from Roderick's mother, Roderick's mother-in-law, uh, because she cooks very, very healthy. When she, like, uh, went and got all her tests, they came back. They was like – because she's, like, 60 now, 61, 62. And they was like, your numbers are like an athlete. Like, Roderick's mom and dad are, like, super fit for their mm-hmm. age. And mm-hmm. she was like, I can't cook like that. She was like, it's not healthy. So I started picking up some of her – Cooking habits right. with means eat right. more healthy stuff, less processed stuff, and you can tell the the difference. And and you know, as I told y'all on the first, episode, uh, Roderick, you know, my 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 woman, you know, because I quit cooking, you know, because I used to cook. <laughs> he kind of took cooking away from me, you know, and you know, I would never tell him this to his face, but he actually is a better cook than me. Oh, well, there be- you go. <laughs> you
1: should tell him that to his face. Don't hold that shit back. You let him know. You uh-uh, let him know I, I, his worth.
3: I can't be I can't be giving him no compliments he'll mess around and think he's somebody and mess around and leave me realize let, you, you let him know his you let him know his worth <laughs> yes I do I do I do help him though you know because there's some things I don't that, I don't know, like Amy in the kitchen with me You, you, I don't. you learn, no no most of the time I stay out but there are some yeah. things that you, you just don't know you know, unless yeah. you've been cooking for a long period of time. And so, you know, now he he on his, he do it on his own. If he need my help, he come get me. But most time, I just let him cook and do his thing. And I'm just yeah. glad that I'm not cooking. I'm not going to lie.
1: I don't like Amy in the kitchen with me. I do breakfast. Every Sunday, we do some sort of a brunch. I cook a lot anyway because she don't cook. But let me put it this way. She cook, but she ain't put a meal together. Let's me just say it like that. This is going to be like the little separate shit. You know, but I don't, cause she'll come like, just like, I call it buzzing. She's just buzzing around me and she's little like you. She's a little bit bigger than you. So she's just kind of buzzing up underneath my arms and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? What, why, why are you here? What are you doing? You don't want me near you? Not right now. Can you you just, I got a, I got a podcast playing that I'm listening to. It's Sunday. So I'm probably either listening to y'all or I'm listening to the, I'm listening to the mundane festival, you know? I might be listening to us. I might go back and listen to one of my older podcasts. I don't need you buzzing around me. Let me just be here by myself. Let me just it reminds me of that Patrice bit that I used to love. It's like it's like when well, Patrice is like, look, we don't like you. We we, we 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 like you in the house with us, just not up on us. Just yeah, that
3: that that's that space thing. In so the I, house. Yeah, and <laughs> I give Roderick space. It's hilarious. I give him space because a lot of times when he cooks, he's on Facebook Live. So it's hilarious because people ask, like, where's Karen? I'll be like, I'm, yeah, this is his time. I'm not yeah, going to like, quit
1: buzzing around me. Like, now these videos, a couple of videos I've done with the air fryer, she'll come buzzing around. I'm like, you want to be in the video? No, I don't want to be in the video because you don't want to get over <laughs> your face. I'm like, well, then get the fuck out, you know, <laughs> buzzing all around. <laughs> well,
2: you've also <laughs> got a, you got a kind of a small kitchen. So it's, we do
1: have a small kitchen. So I don't, yeah, it's not big
2: enough for that,
1: for you to be just buzzing around me and, and, you know, Andy, you can probably do it, you, because you got that. Andy's got that island. That like island, island is where yeah. it's at. My next place, I want an island. That island, I want a couple things. I need a porch. Uh, I need a study, just for me. Hopefully with a fireplace in it, but I could do with one without. And uh, I need an island in the kitchen. I need, yeah. this. oh, and I need a garage where I can set the gym up in it. And I became aware of that with the Rona. I was like, oh my God, I need a garage where I can set a gym. You know, they, in, they, up they in said now
3: all that equipment that was like, shit is sold out. You can't find no dumbbells. Yeah. You can't find yeah. no mat. Nope. Everybody yeah. was like, oh, the gym ain't open it up. So they just bought everything. Yeah.
2: Yeah, boy, if you go to Amazon, like, it's like, uh, this product will ship September 10th.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they, just took a phone call. All right. I was
0: looking for, um, Yeah, because I was looking for gym equipment. And uh, I I, I normally, because I'm an impulse buyer, so I'll see something like in a minute and be like, you know what, I want some weights, you know, for no reason at all. So I have a couple of dumbbells, stuff like that. So uh, when we start working out from home, um, we already had a lot of the items that my wife told me I shouldn't have gotten in the first place. But now that we're stuck in the house, it's like, oh, I'm glad you got those those weights, whatever. So I'm trying to get like the barbells and stuff like that, gone. Nowhere, they're all gone. Nowhere.
1: Yeah, my wife tried to buy some for her. She needs a certain poundage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got the, I got heavier shit. I don't have anything <laughs> lighter
0: lighter yeah. dumbbells. You got to go, go to uh, um, you got to go because where I went, where, where did we go? Actually, I went to Fredericksburg, and they had some um dumbbells and stuff like that, like 35, 45 pounds mm-hmm. like that. But it's been, it was like. You got one. <laughs> yeah.
1: I had to borrow my 35s from this cat I know who has his own, his own spot. He has his own gym. I had to go borrow a 35-pound kettlebell and two 35-pound dumbbells from him. I was like, God, let me come to your place. I had all this shit in my, my trunks riding all low because I had all this shit in my <laughs> trunk <laughs> trying to get back home.
4: Yeah.
1: My, boy, uh, my boy Brian that I worked with, who was my trainer, this motherfucker, he set up a squat rack in his second door, in his second floor condo. <laughs> <laughs> squat rack. He put a squat rack. So you know where you're like, so he's got one of them one bedroom condos. He's mm-hmm. don't
3: go to right? the
1: floor. Well, you know where, you know how, where your, uh, where your little kitchen area, where your dining room area would be. He moved the dining room table out and he set it up right there. So he set a squat rack up right there. His dad found it for him online somewhere. He set it up right there. He's deadlifting in the house and he's squatting in the house, but he just, he's very careful when he puts the weight down. <laughs> that's that's the big thing is the putting it down, you know, yeah, I
2: just looked up like adjustable dumbbells. They're all the only thing they have is um resistance bands. You can buy those still,
1: and you can get you can do some good work with resistance bands, but it's not the same as moving like weight, yeah. yeah, but you can do some good work with resistance bands. don't think you can, but like even like the videos that I watch is like the people who are really getting it in own a house and they got a garage,
4: yeah, right.
1: Yeah, you know.
3: a, around here because uh, we stay in the apartment too. So around here, you see like the the designated porch area. You will see like weights and like on the right. outside. Like you won't see them right. like on the inside where well, the concrete right. is. Kind of
1: right. Cause people are outside working out. Yeah, I'm working out over now. Either we have stuff set up in the living room. We'll get down, or I'll go over by the school and work out outside. Like I. I think I said earlier I had I had a client throw up this morning. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it's hot out. It's a hot. It, day. it happens. We're working out outside. You know, it happens. It's
2: not a it's You not didn't a yell b- at them for being weak.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Yo, wiggly." <laughs> you
3: know, what? What, it what do you do with the people that like them? Hit stuff. Can they do that at the house?
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, you actually can. It's not hard. Yeah, I do. I do. I do hit. And I, it's I, just
1: what exercises are you doing? Are you on the second floor? If you're on the second floor, you probably can't do jumpy stuff ah. because you're going to be the people underneath you. But you can always substitute something in because a hit is usually just however amount of time on versus however amount of time off for how many how many cycles, yeah. you know. So it's let's say one cycle is. 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off. That's a, that's a one and a one half. So it's 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off, and that's one cycle. So it's 30 seconds of jumping jacks, 15 seconds off. 30 seconds of squats, 15 seconds off. 30 seconds of push-ups, 15 seconds off. You just go round and round and round. So if you can
3: – if you've got the right shit, as long as you ain't jumping up and down on the second floor, I guess – You know, yeah. You 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 don't have to worry about me. I did that one time and did not know what I was walking into, and I left. I told the people to kiss my ass, and I couldn't move for two days.
1: You know know what you might you know what you might like to do? There's another one called a Tabata. T A B A T A. That's twenty seconds on, ten seconds off, for eight cycles. It's four and a half minutes, about four minutes twenty. Okay. Eight cycles, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. And at 20 seconds, you're supposed to work as hard as you possibly can for that 20 seconds and mm. then be off for the 10 seconds and on for 20 seconds. That's called Tabata. I use those as a warm up, um, but you can use them as just like a reg- It's a good thing if you're in like a hotel. Like you could do like a Tabata, then do uh, whatever kind of core exercises you're doing, and then close with a Tabata. And that should take you about twenty minutes, and that's fine. And to, and those eight those eight exercises can be anything you want. Like you say, you do two sets of jumping jacks, two sets of squats, two sets of I don't know lunges, and two sets of kind of jogging in place. Boom, eight cycles, you're done. You know, the key is just working hard for that twenty seconds. It's just about getting your heart rate up for four and a half minutes. You know, and those so let's say you do that, and then let's say you do so what I like to do for a core exercise is 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off. So I'm going to hold a plank for 30 seconds. If I can't, I'm just going to try and hold it for as long as I can and up to 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Because not everybody can uh, just gonna jump and do it in 30 seconds. I'm going to hold as long as I can up to 30 seconds. I'm going to rest for 15 seconds. I'm going to hold it. So I'm going to do some planks. I'm going to lay on my back. I'm going to do, do a set of crunches. I'm gonna just, so I'll do like two sets of planks. Two sets of crunches, two sets of crunches with my legs up. Two sets of crunches in a butterfly. Two sets of sit-ups where I'm sitting all up and laying back down. And then I'm gonna finish with another thing, another thing of planks. So if I do that right, thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off at two. So that's one minute right there. So each thing. So let's say five minutes. So that's five minutes, not counting rest. So then you rest and then close with another Tabata. That's plenty.
2: And that's you go. Uh, and then you go eat a, a pizza.
1: You no, you go eat a chicken fried steak, see <laughs> <laughs> that, you, that you've already made, you have ready to go. That's yeah. plenty.
2: Well, that's you know, you just you you turn on the air fryer, it's like twenty minutes. Yeah. So as soon as you're done, the timer goes off. you're good to go. that's
1: that's plenty. That's that's yeah, plenty too. to get to get you through, you know, in working outside the house. You do that four days a week. That's plenty. Yeah,
3: yeah. So and Roger started doing yoga and stuff for flexibility and things like that. Yeah, you, know, you get you get old. You just your body just don't move the same. You wake up, yeah. you have to you <laughs> have to warm up like a car or some shit. You're yes. like, let me sit here for a second. Yeah,
1: that's how I knew when it was happening. When I had to put both feet on the floor to get up out of bed in the morning. <laughs> that's when i knew i was like okay
2: hearing all kinds of clicking sounds
1: yeah like i gotta you
3: put both you be like damn i need wd 40 the hell is this <laughs> i gotta put both feet on the
1: floor and collect myself like all right let's just <laughs> sit here for a second i just woke up let me just sit here for a second before i get up out of this bed.
2: neighbors are like are people letting off fireworks
0: again like no, that's just my back <laughs> <laughs> it's just crackling that's all
1: That's what you knew, and you got to push up, you know.
0: Get up, and you'd be like, all right, I guess I get this day started. Ah, Yeah. All right. Yeah,
1: Karen, look up up Tabata on YouTube. Look up Tabata on YouTube.
3: That sound more like my speed, because, honey, ah, that woman could have kissed my ass after that hit. I was like, the hell is this? (laughs) Well, it it is kind of a hit workout.
1: It's just, you know. Because all hit is high-intensity interval training. Well, that's your interval, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. But for most high-intensities, it's 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off. Or it might just do a one-to-one, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. That's when the shits hard because they want you to, you got to take that full 30-second rest because they're kicking your ass yeah. for that 30 seconds you was know, working. That's what
2: that's the Insanity what workout is.
1: 30 on, 30 off? Yeah. I
2: think it's 30 on. I don't even know if it's 30 off. It's 30 on and then something – something either 30 or less off but then yeah, yeah. It, when you get to the month two yeah it's 45 seconds on yeah see that's yeah. four times and then you so take they're a longer counting, break. they're
1: counting they're counting on the fact that you worked out every time and your body's ready to make the progression
2: mm-hmm. yeah they, they 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 have a calendar where like you can't get to right. month i did it like it was years ago but month one uh like it takes a good two weeks just to feel like you're not gonna die you know
1: yeah yeah and that's
2: and once you get to that point, you have a couple of weeks where like, OK, I f- I'm feeling it's very difficult, but I'm feeling all right. And, and then month two starts and you feel like you did it at the beginning of month one again, which is, oh, I'm going to die. So yeah. they just make it, it. It's a lot longer. And it's, a lot, yeah, it's, lot it's harder. just
1: longer time, you know? Yeah. And like I said, I don't I can't see setting foot inside of a gym for a long time. And it's, right. Fucking killing me! I've spent a large part of my life inside of gyms, and it's really, really—that's my mental. Hell, I was talking to my my therapist about. I was talking to the the woman who's talking to my daughter about her anxiety. About it's fucking. I didn't realize how much it was hurting me until. And I'm. It's not like I'm not working out. I'm a guy who works out, but it's not. It's not the same right. for me as lifting in the gym. It's completely different. Like, them little videos you see me deadlifting in the gym and stuff like that, you're just seeing a snippet of the workout. You're not seeing all the stuff I'm doing. I'm in here a lot, just kind of – I'm a comedian anyway, so my mind is always on some other crazy shit as I'm thinking. Or not so much a comedian. I'm a creative. So my mind is always kind of working. What you got, Karen?
3: Do you think it's a form of, like, uh, relief or – Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Meditation. hit
3: Hit the bag for a while?
1: I don't think. I'm just hitting the bag. I'm hitting the bag or I'm thinking about, okay, I got to, I got to uh, kick didn't come out right. I got to, I got to work this. I got to work on the snap of this punch. That's all I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about anything else. Everything is gone. I got music on in my ear. Usually everything is going, I'm going in another thing. Or there's the, sun. I don't have my Sunday anymore. I would go up to the gym and I would just stretch for an hour on Sundays. I've talked about that before. I'll just sit on the floor get this thousand yard stare on my face. I'm listening to a podcast and I'm just stretching out for an hour. i just stretch for an hour on Sunday mornings, come home, do, do our morning brunch, stop at the store, pick up something, come back, shoo my wife out the kitchen, stop buzzing around me. you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then throw a little elbow. Yeah. <laughs> and like you just pulled on a rebound. Cook.
1: So I don't have that now, you know, and it's I didn't realize that it's only been four months and I'm fine with it, but still it's not there. It's like a routine.
0: Yeah, four, yeah. Months, four months is a long time though. You, yeah. you think about it, that's a yeah. that's, that's a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You talk yeah. about a quarter. Yeah.
0: By the
2: yeah. way, uh Dick Sporting goes right now has five available to ship 17.6 pound kettlebells. <laughs> 17.6? Yeah, 40 probably bucks. a twenty. It
1: was a twenty kilo, twenty-two point. that five kilos? Yeah,
2: it says low stock. Order soon. Five available. That's
1: too light. I need. Okay, so the average in shape woman, like if I was working with you, Karen, I'd get you up to working with a twenty-five pound kettlebell. Average in shape woman should be using a twenty-five pound kettlebell. Average in shape man should be using a thirty-five pound kettlebell. So those are gone. Those are gone, by the way. You they're
2: out, they're out of stock on those. I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the website. <laughs> yeah, those are
1: gone, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> all they have in stock, I'm going to yeah. tell you, the, all they have pages of weights.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, they have that 17.6 pound kettlebell, only that's, five that's, left.
1: That's nothing. I can't do anything with that.
2: <laughs> and then they have a, uh, a curling bar, just the bar. So can, no is weights. It
1: a, a camber bar? bar.
2: <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm going to click on it.
1: If uh, you've got the weights, you don't need the bar. <laughs>
2: Fitness gear standard chrome curling bar. Yeah. Oh, now it says not available to ship. It says... <laughs>
3: <laughs> somebody no one just bought it. got it. <laughs> just bought it. That quick somebody picked it up.
2: It said limited quantities and that was gone. <laughs> say, look, look 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 at my god work. Hold on.
3: <laughs> somebody just got the alert, Andy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what they you know some websites will do that. They'll be like, seven other people are looking at this right now.
3: In their
1: shopping cart. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should have a yeah, 25. If I can get you up to work with a 25. You can squat with it, kettlebell swings. That shit you can do in the house as far you can also do your Tabata with that. You hold the kettlebell, you squat. Now you're not doing a warm up. Now you're working. Okay. Do twenty five pounds, swing for twenty swing, you do squat and then you swing, do squat and then you swing, do squats, and then you swings, and you do that for the whole extra. That's your whole body, you're done. <laughs> you have you've earned your chicken fried steak at that point. <laughs> <laughs> That's your whole body, you're done. You know. You just got to know how to do the do those exercises. Once you know them, that's it.
2: Has anyone like been into a dick Sporting Goods since all this? Or is this just empty? I'm not, I'm
1: not going in. So I'm not. I don't like not, going not to stores the, much.
3: Not
1: the Rona, no. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, grocery stores don't really bother me. It's the big like we were in Old Town. We went into the ice cream shop. They're pretty militant. Like there's too many motherfuckers in here. Get out, <laughs> you know. And uh, we ate we ate lunch outside. That was really nice. We ate lunch outside this Italian place. haven't even done that.
3: Huh? I said, we haven't even done that. We like, we ordered to go. Like, my biggest thing, I really do miss the going out to eat. Like, like that's the one thing that I do miss because it's something special about going out with your mate and just sitting and just having people serve you and you not have to, you worry about the, you know, the cleanup or the cooking or like all that's handled by somebody else.
1: This was nice. It was outside. Okay, so we have a stretch here called Old Town, Old Town Alexandria. And so you guys know what I'm talking about. Down towards King Street, down towards the water. Okay? They've blocked the street. So you can't even drive down there. They've blocked the street, and all the restaurants down there have all their tables set up outside. Mm. If you go during the day, during the week, there ain't very many people down there. Yeah. So we were sitting outside. There's nobody around. It was just us and the waitress and other people. So we were the only ones sitting out there. The waitress had her mask on. We would mask up anytime she came near us. We would mask up to talk to her, and then we would unmask when we ate. It was nice. We just said we were able to just sit outside. Now we had to poke our heads inside. someone's. I didn't like that. I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be in here. <laughs> let's get the fuck out. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't want to be in here. But other than that, it was fine. It felt fine. Yeah. You know, it felt at this point we all know when we're like this, this ain't right.
0: <laughs> I went to, <laughs> um, I went to, a, we went to a Mexican restaurant last night and um, we walked in, we ended up eating outside. Yeah, we walked in and nobody had a mask on. When they oh, ended. no, no, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, Fuck, it was man, like, nobody, nobody had a mask did on. Did the
1: servers have, have them on?
0: Oh, no, they, they did, but like I'm talking about the actual <sighs> people.
1: Oh well, we That's, no, we no no no! Because I got to eat.
2: I mean, you're in a restaurant.
1: That's why I can't be in places. That I'm like, I can't be inside. I need to be outside. Yeah, sitting at least a table length away from the motherfucker.
0: Yeah. So because <laughs> you know, we, we did it twice, and um each time we ate outside. um, The first time it was basically nobody around around us, like at all. Pretty much the same setup, mm-hmm. and um, we had our masks on and stuff like that until it's time to eat. But when we went to this this Mexican restaurant. Um you walked in, and like you would, you would have thought there was not a pandemic on the inside as far as like right. people sitting and right. they were sitting in clusters, you yeah. know because you know there's it's a group, I guess they all came together at the same time, but still, it was like nah, not like this how
1: are y'all, how are y'all doing it mask wise when you're outside? now listen for me, personally, I keep I've had to explain this to my daughter a bunch of times to make her understand. The mask doesn't protect you. Mm-hmm. The mask protects them from you. Yeah. So when I'm outside, I don't particularly wear a mask because I, I'm not – come. trust me, I'm not going to get closer to you than six feet. <laughs> I'm not coming near you. <laughs> I'm not. Anytime I go into an establishment, mask. Yeah. Um, if I'm talking to a waiter or a waitress and I got ge- to be up on you, I mask up. But if mm-hmm. I'm just outside, I, I don't really wear a mask. Even like we were working out, when we we're working out, I don't wear a mask when we're working out, but I, we keep our distance mm-hmm. from each other. We're very good about that. I'm very good about it, and the people that I work with are very good about it. What are you all doing?
2: I'm, I'm mask-free if I'm outside, if I'm walking the dog, which I do every day. No mask. Mm-hmm. Um, even if, if you're outdoors, even if you encounter someone with it, you have to talk to them for like you know, a, while, a little while to to be a real risk if it's just like a quick passing by someone it's it's minuscule the the risk of actually catching something there has to be like some uh, several minutes of interaction so if i'm walking by someone with the dog i keep my distance but even if someone like zooms past me on their bike or whatever it's not i'm not worried anytime i'm indoors though if i go into a store i'm putting the mask on as i walk from my car into the store
1: I'm in the car sitting and sitting, looking at myself in the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, let me just get so my nose. Okay. Good. And then I'm in. Or like, sure, yeah, what a, y'all doing?
2: Maybe a week or two ago, I had, I had to go out for some, something for work. And I went to a, there was like a parking garage. Turns out the building was like, you know, locked down because of, it was close mm-hmm. so the security guy at the parking garage. He was still working. So he walked up, he had a mask on. He walked up to talk to me. And while he was walking up, I put my mask on in the car. Like if I, anytime right. I'm going to be talking to someone, that close, even for more than like a minute, I'll put the mask on. But other right. than on a dog walk, I'm not putting it on, you know.
1: Yeah. Karen, what y'all doing in Carolina? What you what are you
4: doing?
3: We wear our mask. Uh I think as we learned more about it, like if the only time we don't wear our mask, like if we're walking from the house to the car, we won't have mm-hmm. them all because you know, you're literally just walking. Right. There. If somebody cross our path, I'll put my mask on. Like 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 if it's not if it's more than just me and him, you mm-hmm. know, and they get somewhat close, I'll put my mask on. I know we all cause they have mandates here to say you can't go into restaurants and stores and all that shit without your mask on. So you literally see more people wearing their masks since that mandate is up. Um I think uh when we go for a walk, we don't wear our masks, but I like to carry my mask with me in case yeah. they just that proximity thing yeah. in case we're walking and somebody is just like, fuck the rules, you know. But most of the time, uh, we do wear a mask. And like I said, it used to be all the time. I didn't care. And we were, anytime yeah, I was yeah, walking yeah. outside initially, I had that mask. I was like,
1: so my daughter feels. Yeah, it's how my daughter like, feels.
3: No, like you breathing. It's like breathing was a problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what y'all doing?
0: Uh, well, one, I, I I had to reverse the, uh, the thought for my children of um the mask doesn't protect you it protects you from um protects them from whatever from you yeah yeah i tell my kids the mask is to protect you yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah
1: you at some point you're gonna have to but your kids are younger yeah. like mine should be able to get it you know yeah.
0: like my daughter she's 10 and every now and then like she'll forget I'm like you don't want that kind of protection and she you know she yeah. like oh yeah my mask whatever like my yeah. son is seven he he's like yo we're we're touching we touching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. so yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. tell him like no man the mask is to protect you you know and he gets that um, well,
1: here's what I can tell my daughter, not to cut you off, but here's what I can tell my daughter is, understand that the mask is you protecting them. So if that person doesn't wear their mask, that means they don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: right.
1: Stay away from that person for good, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's the thing you can do. As they get older, they begin to understand that.
0: <laughs> yeah. you know. um, but uh, I have a mask when I ride my bike, the one with the ventilator. The, the vents on the side.
1: That's a bad mask, though.
0: Yeah. That, if I, I heard
1: that. I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah. But that's what I heard. That that yeah.
0: vent lets the shit in. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I bought it. And then I was like, I could because it's supposed to be a cycling mask. So yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, so I'm like, I bought the mask to work out and everything. And then I found out that it's bad. So um, pretty much it's mask whenever we're getting ready to approach other people. Period. It don't matter yeah. what's going on. You know, um, if, we, if we go out to like get something to eat, whatever. Um, like I said, we eat outside and we got you know, we mask up, whatever. But um that's about it. It's just I mean, is I mean, I don't know how to, in a way to really function. <laughs> hey,
4: <laughs>
1: like so we go to ice cream shops, we're in the old town, you know, mm-hmm. we go in ice cream to get some ice cream, mask up. I'm a big one for when I go into a place, like I stopped at Popeyes and oh, let me put it like this. I went to 7 Eleven, right? The mm-hmm. dude in the 7 Eleven that I normally go to refuses to put the mask over his nose. Yeah. I don't understand that. This motherfucker, man. I swear to God. I told him once, hey man, cover your nose, man. Cover your nose. You yeah. know, he was like, Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. You you're right, brother. You know, <laughs> I went and I, I pulled up one day to go into 7 Eleven. I looked, he didn't have his nose covered. I said, I'm not going in this motherfucker. Yeah. I drove to another 7-Eleven another one i go in the people working there got their pressure but there's too many motherfuckers in there young motherfuckers in there with no mask at all on their face i'm like i'm not even going in that that bitch mm-hmm. i drove to another Seven Eleven. everybody had masks on but there were entirely too many people in there i was like there's two people in this i'm not going in there's what? too many people in this 7-eleven and me
0: feel comfortable to, to your point and so you never got your slurpee
1: Nope. <laughs> I was trying to get some black and miles. So I was
0: like, nah, I don't need them that bad. <laughs> um, but, but to your point, um, and not to make an excuse, and I found this out the hard way mm-hmm. um, as far as the mask, uh, the mask thing. I went to Target, and they, people. I don't think people are really take it seriously as far as getting the proper mask because masks come in sizes. So yeah. you, you may not be, you you're like, and I had to think about that because like mm-hmm. you, you might have too small of a mask. Where yes. it stops right here. So, so I I know I, I, I about an extra large mask, which basically is like this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, we've all seen that fat head person, the big fat face yeah. motherfucker yeah. with the mask. Looks a little on the Like, get so you're, so you're gonna lie about the size of your head too, dog? You got a
3: big <laughs> fucking head, man. Just get a get big the, mask. Get the
2: pleated mask. They'll yes. expand. And then if you don't need them that big, you can just contract them a little <laughs> yeah, bit.
3: I have the opposite problem because when me and Roger- You got the little yeah, head. Yeah, wear masks. <laughs> sometimes I have to take up and do a, like a loop-de-loop around the ears for it to tighten up around my face. Right, right. And Roger's like, you got a twist. I was like, yeah, because you had this on and it fits me flopping now. And yeah. I'm not trying to put my nose out now. Karen got, the, Karen got that Beetlejuice, that little Beetlejuice <laughs> head. <laughs> but, <laughs> I kept saying, why is this mask falling below my nose? I was like, oh, because he had it on his face.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of people really know that they're are sizes. They're just grabbing masks yeah. and throwing it on their face, and then like boom. Right.
4: What
0: I what I what what scares me is we've been in this um four or five months now, and people are still wearing bandanas over their face.
1: The bandana. <laughs> I was just about to say the bandana actually works, man. Yeah. If it's if it's long enough, I think that's the key. It needs to be long down to
0: like down to like here. Yeah. But they say but long. it still get underneath though because if, if
1: yeah i don't i don't know about the underneath i don't know i well, don't, just basically I don't know.
2: all the air will just kind of come out around your face because
1: the mask does that too though so i don't yeah. i don't know because yeah. the mask underneath the, the bottom of the mask does that too well, oh so I, I don't know
2: we're still learning remember when uh remember when aids hit and like there was all these things like can you get it from sharing a glass of yeah. water with someone like people didn't yeah. know we had only i remember in like seventh grade we had like this whole little worksheet of like um What's true and what's not, and it was like, Can I get AIDS from a toilet seat? Because people weren't <laughs> sure. Like, remember, like, Can I, what if I play basketball against Magic Johnson? Do I have AIDS? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, we're still at that point Malone thought ours. so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that AIDS on me
3: because yeah, it's you it's know, good. you're right, and it's a learning process. And I think yeah. because every time they learn something new, they inform the public, yeah. and because the public. Not trying to funny. Most people are stupid and dumb, and they don't really understand how a lot of this shit works. They be like, "Well, I don't know what's going on." They be like, "No, we learned something new. We take this additional information yeah, and man. apply it to, or even right. modify what we already done." It's always too too much information. Like they go almost like in a panic or a shock versus just yeah. saying, "Well, we learned something new. We did not know this before because the thing is, it's a, it's an evolution." And human beings just don't work well with the constant evolution like that.
4: No. Yeah, you know They'll you
3: go know. back.
2: They'll be like, uh, they'll pull like a Dr. Fauci tweet or a quote from February where he was like, Max aren't really going to do anything. Like, well, what happened to that? Like, well, that was February. Uh, this is July. <laughs> yeah. A lot has happened since then. Yeah. And it's almost like, because a lot of those people who We'll pull those quotes. They're sort of the anti-cancel culture people. And cancel Mm -hmm. culture is all about going back into someone's tweets from like five years ago and finding some old shit that they don't believe anymore. But they're doing that like, hey, what about this quote from February 23rd? It's like that was, we didn't know anything about it back then. We were, you know, they didn't know. They didn't, they had, they've learned a lot and they're still learning shit, but you can't hold that against them. You know,
1: here's a uh, here's a tweet in 15 days. The total number of COVID-19 cases in Georgia is up 49 percent.
4: Yeah. But you wouldn't know about cases, though.
1: But you wouldn't know. It's looking at the state's data visualization of the map. They're showing the same maps. Because you know how they show the map that has the here and here's the spread. You know, Mm. the state of Georgia is showing the main the same map on their website. These motherfuckers. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, because the, the the thing is we have to – you have to have society stupid. You have to have a population that's stupid because – back to because of slavery. When yep. you uh, have a stupid population, you can literally dictate and tell them what to think, how to feel, and all this stuff, and they're not going to push back because there's no form of intelligence to actually challenge you or be like, well, this don't sound right. It's like they're trying to kill critical thinking and intellect. And so anybody that is actually smart and actually – I I'm actually listening to what you're saying and what you're saying doesn't make sense. They don't like people like us. And I was excited. they're literally waiting for like all these generations of people that have like got this higher education and got all these, they're literally waiting for us to die out so they can like Okay. Now we got the dummies here and we can (laughs) literally roll across and tell them what to do. We don't want you being educated. That's why they make college expensive as hell now. We, you know, like they don't want that because then you begin to question the establishment and that's the last thing they want to do. I know I got my third eye open, y'all. I'm (laughs) sorry. You're right.
2: I mean, on the right, they've been fostering a suspicion (laughs) of higher education for years, like all these liberal colleges (laughs) indoctrinating your kids and all these elites, the elites, the educated people is be suspicious of that and, and wage a war against that. And now you have all these people who are, and it also changed textbooks, by the way, to take out shit that's true. Right. And now you have a generation of people who are indoctrinated to believe that smart things are the dumb things.
0: And, and they're and, the and smart ones. Crazy, and the crazy thing is the source of that information telling you that education is bad is literally, literally coming from people who have that education.
3: Right. right.
4: <laughs>
2: Just like when, when people on the right say government is bad, it's like, well, you work in the government. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you applied for that job. What are you
0: doing? You in here? You 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 are running a re-election campaign so you can stay in the government. What are you talking yeah. about? Sir? Yeah, less government, <laughs> except for me. You know? <laughs> What's funny now? Which is funny. it is something that I want, I forgot, and I'm glad you brought this up. I wanted to touch on. Uh, we we're talking about the whole socialism thing, and um, and how people want small government, and that's all they've been chiming about for years. Small government, small government. Well, this is what small government looks like now. Right. And it, right. it ain't working, you guys. <laughs> you, know, really? you, got, you got a you got a president who's like, "Hey, guys, look, I want schools opened up, but it's going to be dependent upon your your governors and your mayors." Also, um, if your governor mayor does not open up said school, it's a political hit job because they're trying to hurt me. Right. <laughs> so right. he, so he puts it, so he puts it out there enough to try to drive influence, but enough not to take responsibility when shit goes bad. Oh, so he no. could blame it on um, the different governors and mayors.
3: No, the, the, the thing is, uh, people say they want small government, but they only want small government on the shit that they're against. The shit that they for, they want the whole government behind them full force. So, you know, that's why I do not believe people when they say that, because... Like, this is the shit you want. You want a businessman running it. This is the shit you want. You know, we have 50 states. We're a union. But you literally want all 50 of the states to make their own decisions. So, I it mean, it, we haven't got here. But what happened if one states be like, look, motherfucker, if you come in here with COVID, we're going to shoot you dead. What are you going to do? Are you going to, as the federal government, going to come in and enforce them? Y'all can't do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's right. one of those things like, where do you, and not trying to me funny, where do you draw the line? Because you have some well, states. That's about slavery, right? Right, you have some states that are like we don't we don't want COVID. We try to get COVID under control. If you come in from another state, you need to quarantine. You got some states that are like, well, fuck it.
0: Look at yeah. New York. New York finally got. I think they finally. I don't know. The cases went back up, or whatever. But like they they finally had like zero cases for the first time in a while, and they finally got their numbers under control. So imagine somebody from Georgia like yo about to go to, about to, go to Times Square, and Cuomo was like not <laughs> not today. <laughs> the devil's a <alive>. lie. <laughs>
2: Well, they had the whole thing where they were like, "All those Florida cases are people from New York who went down there." You know, I was like, "Well, why were your beaches open?"
0: Right. Yeah. That's like, the thing. You don't want to open up the beach. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, and um, and and I'm sure he's to listening to this podcast. The funny thing about about Trump and the job that he's doing, which is uh, not doing his job at all, if he would just do his job, he could get reelected.
3: But even if he did a halfway shitty ass job, if he He could just see three months into the future, he would have shut it down just to save the economy. But his version of saving the economy is almost the opposite, which ended up tanking the economy.
0: Right. Right. I don't get it. It's like he like if he he worked so hard not to do his job, that if he just would have just said, Hey, (laughs) federal mandate, don't nobody go nowhere, we're shutting it down. That would have shut down the studio. Yeah, just shut down studio, that, man. Just shut down the studio. That's all you had to do.
3: That, that like that don't take and, much. And people would have listened. That's what people realized. People would have listened. The people to protest would literally would have listened because it came from him. Right. Yeah. Anybody else they would have protested. Lord have mercy if Hillary Clinton was in there, those same group of people would be protesting even more because she was a woman.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you know, if Hillary Clinton had been in there, we wouldn't be in this position oh first of all we'd have a pandemic response team so (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't be in in the first place also i was just thinking about this in between our little break of all the times for john lewis to die like if if he had died when hillary clinton was in office his body might lay in state for a couple of days we'd have a a nationwide celebration of this man. And there he goes. (laughs) Oh, he's bringing... Ah. Karen's wife is bringing her food.
3: (laughs) Come in, let me pitch on that
1: ass. (laughs) Karen's wife is bringing her food. And he did (laughs) that, there you go. (laughs) If uh, his body would lay in state, there'd be... I mean, this may still happen. But it ain't going to be because of him. Well, they lowered the flags
2: for 12 hours.
1: Oh, well, there you go.
2: <laughs> That's I, mean, the
1: assaults, I mean, we may have to do our own thing like we had to do for Elijah Cummings, the other black guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, and Barack will have to come speak. I don't know how we're going to do it. I guess you do it outside. do it outside. That's what I would do. We'll just do it outside. It's nice enough right now. We'll do it outside in the evening. We'll pick an evening and we'll do it outside as the sun is going down. And um, we'll just have a memorial. And that'll be that. Everyone stay
0: away from each other and we'll do it (laughs) outside. Real real, real quick, just to chime in here Um, your president actually wrote a tweet about. um, Here we go. He tweeted. Yeah, he tweeted. Here we go. Three hours ago. Sat in here, the news of civil rights hero John Lewis passing. Melania and I send our prayers to he and his family. Uh somebody wrote that for him. That yeah. it that. is that
3: it's
0: it? <laughs> that, it. That it? it? Oh
1: yeah, somebody wrote that for him.
3: <laughs> he probably <Yeah>. got <laughs> mad somebody had to access this account. Yeah. Was <laughs> everything spelled right?
0: Yeah, like it's, oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because she the one below the one below it is corrupt Joe Biden wants to defund the police. He may use different words, but Oh
1: there you go. Yeah, see. <laughs> Which is the exact opposite of what Joe Biden has said all these uh, – for months now. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of what Joe Biden has said. The, the total opposite of what he said. So, you know. It's,
0: it's, it's crazy, man. Like, the, um, and not the – I, I don't know where we're at with this. But it's, it's – for me, it's, everybody keeps saying he's using the same playbook. But it's not because nothing that he's doing is sticking. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's like nothing like you can't you can't say he's being investigated because we all know that you tried to create an investigation to say he's investigated. like nothing is sticking yeah like this is this is really this is, for the first time um this is joe biden's lose yeah <laughs> yeah all we gotta do is if yeah. if, if everybody shows you should up, just
1: be able to coast i mean what's you you
3: really think trump can handle him in a in a uh debate no 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 I th- and this is just me. I'm going to put on my third eye again. If he wins, I think it's going to be out of some form of cheating or hacking. I'm not trying to be funny. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Know, like, like I really do think so. Or either you're going to have a lot of states that are going to push no mail in ballots. They're going to force people mm-hmm. to actually risk their goddamn lives to vote. Again, if we're, are we voting outside? Bring all the voting machines outside.
2: Well, you know, uh, you can, like my wife did this already. You can, it's pretty easy to set up uh voting by mail in virginia yeah and so i think a lot of people are going to do that but then let's like that little that little thing inside is like well are they going to count it is it going to be like a bunch I, of lost ballots they find right. a box in the corner that no one counted
4: yeah
0: so I'm, I'm voting in person i don't i don't trust it i can't yeah i'm
1: it. going up i'm yeah. going in and here where, where we live you know it's in a it's in a high school gym tall ceilings Austin awesome, is gym too where i live is very it's it's you know it's white folks it's not that it's easy there's there's eighty four, 700 voting cities around here you know mm-hmm. southeast where the black people live it's a fucking problem <laughs> you know but here yeah. so i should be able to just get in and get out so i'm not particularly worried about that here you mm-hmm. know just walking yep. i'm not staying there anybody the the big thing is that they got you know, it's old people that are like poll that do the polling stuff. It's not young people. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who are going to be working these jobs. I'm like, mm-hmm. do you want them working these jobs?
0: I was actually thinking about, I don't know if it's a volunteer thing to do yeah. it. I don't know We're if it's a volunteer. I was thinking yeah. about volunteering because my job already told me, um, we'll see y'all, we'll shoot again uh, for y'all to return in October. We'll shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was thinking about it. I don't know. but like, even We got
1: a guy, there's a guy here, Vel. He lives a little, little ways over for him. He every every election he's there. Mm-hmm. He's one of the dudes. Who says, "Hey, go over here and do this." And he does it for every election. He takes the shit seriously. He does it for every election, and he's got to be my age or a little younger. But every election I've seen him, and he's been there. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, we, got like some,
2: we got some, old people. Oh,
1: wow. He's, he's the done. youngest dude. Everybody else on this team is squad. Is that's why he's in charge, walking around telling people he don't yeah. have to sit down. The other ones kind of sit down. He can stand <laughs> up and walk. <laughs> yeah. you, you got
4: it, young boy. You, know, you got it.
1: <laughs> he can stand up and walk around. You know, <laughs> I don't know. He's you're right, Karen. He's it, the the cheating has already. They're already showing us how they're going to cheat. You know, they're yeah. showing it to us. And, and then
2: if they still don't win they're going to accuse the left of cheating and then do something to not certify the results of the election mm-hmm. pending an investigation and you know it'll be a whole Karen, thing.
1: I think Karen froze.
2: How oh, did mm-hmm. Karen her screen is frozen.
1: Yeah, Karen froze.
0: Did they um but I thought, I, thought the, I thought the I thought the I thought the Supreme Court just did a vote to kind of like try to put it into that 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 whole um electoral Vote whatever.
2: Electoral college. I mean, they didn't get, they didn't do away with it. But I mean, in two thousand, when it was Bush against Gore,
0: mm. it had to Hold go no, to I, the
2: Supreme Court to determine the winner. And the Supreme Court basically decided Bush was the president.
0: Oh no, like not Canada. that. Not, no, not that. No, they just did a vote. I, I, it had something to do with the um, the what do you call them? People. The um. Electoral oh, the college.
2: electors. The, yeah,
0: the electors. They had the to electors, vote yeah. Whatever the popular vote went with in that state, they had to. They go got to
1: go with that. Yeah.
2: Because technically, the elector can vote for whoever they want.
1: I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. because. Do you, Andy?
2: No, I mean, the electors almost always go with who the state yeah. votes for. But in theory, they have the yeah. option to blow the whole thing up.
1: Yeah, and but, I don't have a problem with that because it should be, first of all, it shouldn't be any electors. It should just be one man, one vote. Right. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> so, look, as one man, one vote, whatever happens, happens. Electoral College is just a college that was based on coddling slave states and, sl- and slave governments so I don't give a fuck about them it should just be one person one vote whatever happens happens you know count the numbers whatever happens happens right <laughs> you know that would go a lot easier What's well, so up haven't gotten Karen back yet
2: yeah I, I just uh just checked to see if she emailed us and she hasn't so they must have lost their
1: connection I mm-hmm. mean let me text Rod lost connection hey we had emails while we're here
2: we, don't have, we only have a couple comments, actually. We have, and you know what? The comments are all on the Woke Files episodes. Yeah. Good. So, hey, freeloaders, there were two Woke Files went up last week. One with uh, author D.L. White, also Domin- known as Dominique White. She just said, so much fun, Mama, I made it on her episode. <laughs> and then um, on the Dr. April Alexander, one, the second one that went up on Friday or so last week, talking about the red table. Brooklyn shoe babe says, thank you Randolph for this woke files with Dr. April Alexander. I always enjoy it when you have her on. Although I've been in therapy for years, Dr. April always says something that helps me shed light on my own thinking.
1: They lost power. (laughs) power. Shit. Okay. It's storming. So she'll be back in like 10 minutes. Okay. All right. So we've lost Karen because they got a storm there.
2: Yeah. Uh, she says, in regards to Will and Jada, I think the bad marriage for life fist bump does speak to Will's perceived desire to not go through a divorce again. As divorce is a failure, when my ex served me with divorce papers, it hit, hit me as the biggest failure of my life. 20 years just gone in like a Thanos snap. My reaction to that is to, is to never marry again. So, yeah, I can feel Will's pain on that. Probably not healthy, though, LOL. Uh, well,
1: Will has talked about that. He, you know, his, his parents had a bad marriage. And went yeah. through a divorce late, and so he looked at, and then he got married young, which he shouldn't have, obviously. But I mean, he has a son out of it, so that's a good thing, you know. But uh he looks at it like, like I'm not, I, we're not getting divorced, blah, blah, blah. That's fine, but like Doctor April was saying, what's the, what's the, are you happy? What's the trade-off? What? Yeah, <laughs> you know,
0: was well, Will Smith? So, <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, you know. I, I said, I, he's a strong dude. People want a clown to do, but he's a strong dude. He puts up with some weird shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he gives weird shit, too, but Jesus Christ, with his the shit, his kids are putting energy, his kids are putting out in the universe. You know, your your daughter's writing letters to another dude. <laughs> a Tupac, dead motherfucker. Right? Yeah, writing Tupac. Letters, writing letters to a dead motherfucker about how my mom misses you. Jesus Christ, man.
2: Well, they were friends, right? They, I mean- Jada yeah, and Tupac, they didn't, but did they have a romantic relationship? It seemed like they were just friends.
1: Yes. That seems like from to high me, school. That seems to me a little, you know, like he was the one who should have, you know.
0: The one that got away. Yes. <laughs> the one that got away. Well, he didn't really get away. He just got killed. Dear
2: Tupac, will you be my dad? Right. <laughs> Signed, Willow.
1: You should have been my dad. Signed, Willow.
2: I'm going to change my name from Willow to Tupaco.
1: <laughs> Signed, Willow. I don't Tupac want o. Will's name. I don't want Will's
2: name associated with me. Tupaco Smith.
0: Yeah, you so, know, Shakur. Like what is what 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 did Will Smith do that was so bad to deserve this? <laughs> like what like was it Wild Wild West that made him do? Is this to punish be me it, for making it Wild Wild West successful? I guess I don't know.
2: I don't know. I mean, I, Nightmare on My Street wasn't a bad song. Like I don't know what's. <laughs> I don't,
0: parents don't understand. What 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 was that? Was what, great. Uh, what, that, what did he, he do to deserve this? <laughs> I
4: don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't know. His missteps haven't been that bad. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Shoebabe also says,
4: had,
1: uh, you know,
2: Brooklyn Wild, Wild says, uh, I want entanglements to be the newest Facebook relationship status category. Thank you, Dr. April. That's the end of that.
1: <laughs> entanglements. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: entanglements. I knew that was going to happen, too. Like when I saw the interview, before, I saw the interview, and when she said entanglement, I, I, wrote, I, I ran to Twitter immediately and said, please do not make entanglement
1: <laughs> the oh, new no. thing. And too,
0: It's too good. It's too good. It's perfect. Yeah, entanglement. I knew it. Boom, entanglement. It was. It was already trending number five. because <laughs> like,
2: the whole internet at the same time said entanglement.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Question mark.
1: And then when Will said entanglement, come on, we were all like, yeah, what yeah. the?
0: Fuck? <laughs> we were all like, that's what I just said. He, he did that. <laughs> you know, I could fuck you Is up right okay? now. And laugh. That that <laughs> entanglement. You know, about wrapping great. up. She said, "Yeah, an entanglement." He was like, <laughs> "Entanglement." <Okay. laughs>
2: he's making a fist under I'm the
0: table. I'm surprised
1: he didn't slip back into that character. That movie, that character. Tada choot.
0: Tada choot. Okay, all right. It was an entanglement. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: Okay. The, okay. the, turn the, into, the turn glass into,
0: he's
2: holding breaks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, he's he, he gonna turn into. He gonna turn into a uh, Denzel Honor. Okay. Okay. okay,
2: she goes flying out the front door like Jazzy Jeff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I looked at
0: the because um, me and my wife over um we we did a Google search because we this is what we do to get people's business. That's a lot of if there was to the file for divorce, that's a lot of breakdown on on just like real estate and and in different. I would things.
1: imagine they. I would imagine he got some sort of elaborate prenup.
0: After They got married young because you remember when they got. When he, they when didn't
1: get married young. young. That was his second marriage, so. Oh, OK. At that point, you have a business advisor who's like, I don't care what kind of love you say you're in. <laughs> uh, it's my job to make sure that you have <laughs> sign this paper here and then get her to sign it. Yeah, and like you what, don't what, her, talk what to the you, lawyer was probably saying
2: was he was probably like, OK, look, Will, you've already been married once as yeah. a famous person. Okay, that's number one. number two, she's putting up Tupac pictures all over your house.
4: <laughs> she
2: can't shut up every documentary about tupac. she's the only person it, talking about
1: yeah, it. yeah, she's in it, yeah,
2: she has that one picture from like eighth grade yeah. or whatever or tenth grade, so look you got you gotta protect yourself. Things can go bad, you know,
1: yeah. yeah, and it's my job to make sure that you're protected, yeah, so sign these papers right. You've already, I've already drawn them up. <laughs> just, just uh, I need to read. You don't need to read them. I got it. Yeah. It's fine. Just sign trust them. me. On this one. Trust and me. And then, and then tell her to sign them. And if she don't sign them, you send her to me. I'll get her to sign them. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, sign. you'll shed
2: so many tears.
1: Yeah, you want to be part of this millennium. You want to be part of this millennium. I suggest you sign the papers.
0: Because, <laughs> you, you, you do know Independence Day is right around the corner, right? Uh, <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's gonna be a smash. Who
0: knew? I'm Who just knew? waiting for you to sign. Well,
2: all eyes are on you. Sorry. Didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to bring him up.
1: Listen, listen, how do you want to sign this? How do you want it? Do you want you I want this black pen? You want a blue pen? How do you want it?
0: <laughs> Either pen. Right, of fact, okay, let's talk about it. Tell me how do you feel? Okay, how
4: do you feel
0: about <laughs> How do you feel? How
1: do you feel? Tell me how you feel? Are you gonna come up and sign this? Are you gonna come up and
0: sign this? Are you okay? Right, you life's
2: about have to go through a lot of changes, there, Will.
0: There's a lot of changes. A lot of changes. <laughs> a lot of changes. You know, my last client, um, Brenda, she had a baby, so I just want to let you know. This <laughs> to come back to I'll try baby. to help you out.
2: Yeah, she barely had a brain. I hope you have more of one. <laughs> Uh, I believe Karen is back. We there we go. There
1: she is. Y'all got your power back.
2: Yeah, hold on. The oh, they're in.
1: Okay. We there can we see go. you. Froze again. Oh, there it is. Right. <laughs> Undo the mic. Andy, you got us muted? Gary, it is. Ah,
2: shit, hold on. I just what? tapped it twice. <laughs> Can't be no I toggled point. it on and off. No no double tapping. I think you gotta you got unmute to, yourself now. Cause I
3: meet
1: yourself hit, on your end. There
4: we go. Okay. How about now? Yeah. Boom.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Honey, I don't know what's happened. I was talking to y'all next thing. Cause it's been raining. It started raining here. You were like, like,
4: you were like this. Yeah, <laughs> <on screen.
3: laughs> because first time it it flickered and then the computer was still on. So I was like, okay, I'll wait for it to reboot. The second time it went down, it went down, down. Like the whole room got dog. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, the power went out, out. It came back on, but it's just for the fact that it, when it went out, it just shut everything down. So I apologize.
1: Oh, here's another one, folks. Just popped up in my feed. Uh, fit for the culture. All words spelled out. Another Instagram. Okay.
2: Fit for
1: fit, the culture. Fit for the culture.
2: I'm going to check it out now. They're I'm
1: assuming doing a hit it's some kind of... This woman is doing a hit right here, Karen. She's doing a hit workout right there. And they show you the exercise that you can do with it. Fit for the culture.
4: Oh, so that's, that's good what
1: she's doing. Skipping back and forth. And then and, skip, and skip, it, skip, 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 lunge, lunge. like
0: a... my, my wife does fit. And, it's uh, fit
1: for the culture, man. That's all it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, she, all uh, she does fit exercises. And because um, we go to the same gym, she forced me to go. And she lost uh, about forty pounds. Yeah, I, I've told you that she. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's doing it. She's doing the yeah. work. So, um, like now,
1: I like she, Karen. Karen did. Karen, you did the work though, because Karen. Yeah, dropped quite a bit. You yeah,
3: know. Th- that was more from just running. Just, I, you know, I'm not even gonna lie. I think uh, I was so mad. I'm like, I'm to tell y'all truth. I have calmed down a lot because when Trump first got in the office, I was mad at. All the white women and they good mama and too. I was just pissed. Wrong with that. And so I started running, and when I started running, it's like the anger I was beating the anger into the ground. That's probably how I lost so much weight because I was so mad when I was running, so <laughs> pissed and so mad that I literally beat my anger into the ground. Nothing wrong with that. It's
2: a good motivator.
3: It, it really it, it was, I was it.
1: running in there. There's that. another fit for the culture. Another exercises. Oh. I say I have work.
3: That helps with your core and stuff too. That's right?
1: all that is. That's all core. Yeah.
3: I know this might sound stupid, but I'm That's asking it anyway. When you strengthen your core, does it help strengthen your back? Absolutely. Okay.
1: Think about where your core your core is. Your core is not just your abs. Your core is uh, your butt. Think about everything from your. The line of your thighs, the top line of your thighs, up to the top of your collarbone.
3: Okay. All that's considered core?
1: Both front and back. Yes. All of that is core. Okay.
3: Okay. Both front and back. Like the trunk of your body. Okay. Because when I think about core, I think about like your six pack, get by me. Maybe yeah, just that's, my ignorance.
1: That's just six pack. Listen, I listen as someone who has one. It's not a big six. What six pack? And you all have one. If you can't see it, it's just covered. That's all it is.
3: <laughs> it's, co- so, it's covered. With belly fat.
1: You know, that's all it is. It, six pack is not core strength. That's just muscles. That's not core strength. Core strength is like deep muscles in the in your lower back, deep muscles in your trunk, all this shit here on the side, all that's core. So how are you going to work it? You know what I mean? What you're talking about six pack is just abs muscles. That's that's a whole nother thing. They're important. Don't act like they're not. Okay, but you don't have to. The reason why you can see them is because the there's no fat on them. That's why they can be seen. But just because, even if there's a layer of fat on them, big fucking deal. They're still there, and they still need to be worked. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, if you what? want to see a six pack, that's a different thing. that is nothing to do. You can do all sit ups in the world. You ain't gonna show every six pack. You got to get that that layer of fat off. Honey, I'm gonna
3: tell you right now. If I show a half of a pack, y'all ain't gonna be able to tell me shit. You're probably <laughs> not that. You're
1: probably not that far away. Honestly, you probably think you're far away, but you're probably not you just knock off some sit-ups and, and it'll build. But like I said, a lot of that is just what kind of layer of fat do you have sitting on top? You know, what, what is sitting on top of the, you, so I'm, I'm, as much weight as you lost, I, you're, you're not that far away. You're really not. If, if that's your goal, I don't know why. That's just an aesthetic thing. It's Isn't not just diet a diet thing
2: though. At that Yes, point?
1: it's very much a diet. At some point it becomes about diet more than <gasps> okay. it becomes about exercise. It okay. becomes about diet. Now, when I was boxing, ooh, I had like an eight-pack. <laughs> no bullshit. I had like an easy eight-pack because I, had, I was carrying no body fat, and I was doing sit-ups and core work daily because I was getting punched in the stomach. So <laughs> yeah, I need those muscles. <laughs> you, know, you need those muscles. You know, so I was doing a lot of sit-ups, a lot of crunches, a lot of core work. So anyone
2: who wants a, a six-pack should just get have someone punch them a lot.
1: Yeah, right. that, helps. yeah. That's, that helps. That helps. Like like a lot of bodybuilders, a mm-hmm. lot of them don't even do a lot of sit-ups and stuff like that. They don't do a lot of core work. Because mm-hmm. if I'm squatting, every time I squat, I'm working my core. Every time I deadlift, I'm working my core. You right. Know, so I'm already doing I'm already doing core work every time. Now when I'm trying to increase my weight. I do, I do core work as a supplemental to my lifting work. So everything is about the supplement to the lifting work. But you see, you see fat powerlifters all the time, extremely mm-hmm. strong dudes who are fat. You don't see no, you don't see no abs on them. Extremely mm-hmm. strong dudes, though, with extremely strong cores. Because you, know, you work your core every time you do a, a powerlifting type exercise. The big three, deadlift, squat, bench press, all those in some way work your core.
3: Have you found that it's harder for women because of the structure of our body to lose like weight or we get to a certain point where we just have to work a little harder because of our our body makeup? No, it's not. It could be person to
1: person is one thing as a group. No. Okay. Losing weight is, is this simple expel more calories than you take in, in a day and you will lose weight. It's that simple. The the problem is 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 trying to figure out those calories. What calories am I taking in? What calories am I taking out? How am I expelling them? That's when it becomes a problem. But as far as like the actual losing weight, no, it's not. It depends. I mean, occasionally somebody who has a medical issue or something like that. But for the most part, no, it's just individual type thing. What kind of work are you doing now? Your body will plateau. You'll lose and lose and lose until you hit a plateau. Well, that just means your body's used to it. Like Andy was saying, when you do the, you do that, uh, those workouts. So that the first cycles of hits are like 30 seconds. That reason why they're bumping you up to the 45 is because they're anticipating you're on a plateau already. Once you hit a plateau, you're not going to lose anymore. You're going to maintain where you're at. So you're going to go into a maintained spot. Now, if you want to go above that, you're going to have to increase. Mike has talked to me about that before you hit up, you hit a plateau. It's like, okay, well, you gotta pick up your you gotta pick up your cardio now. You gotta add that you either gotta add more time to it or you just gotta make shorter time but way harder. You know?
2: Also, I guess the workout starts feeling easier. So yeah. Yeah. it should feel really hard yeah. every time. So you gotta increase what you're doing to make it yeah. harder.
1: You should be giving it up pretty much in every workout when you get in there. You you should be give as much as you possibly can in every workout. Mm-hmm. If you're doing things right, you will be increasing. But if you're on like a good, on a good, let's say you're just weightlifting, you're going to be increasing your weight constantly. No weightlifter just stays on their steady weight. You're going to be increasing, even if it's just a five, 10 pounds every exercise, or every couple of weeks, you just go up 10 pounds, every couple of weeks, you go up 20 pounds. Then you you find out what your max is, like you start with whatever maximum weight you can lift, and then you work a percentage of that weight and you work up over a course of time to a new max, you should max again, find out what your max is, and then you work new percentages. I had a woman who was 65 years old, Barbara. She was deadlifting. I started her deadlifting. This is over a long course of time. We started her deadlifting. She's 65. She was deadlifting about 150. When we left the gym, she was up to 235 on a one-rep max on a deadlift. She's 4'11", she weighs about 120 pounds, all solid, 65 years old. She was deadlifting 235 pounds when we left the gym. We just gradually took her up over the course of a – must have been over a course of a year, gradually increasing her weight, gradually increasing her weight, increasing her – let her rep counts, increasing her – and it didn't go like that. Some, some workouts didn't go as good as others. Some we would have to step back if she would get sick. We, we, you have to cut back down. You go on vacation, you lose a couple of days here and there, but we're making steady progress, steady progress, steady progress. She ain't got no six-pack. <laughs> she ain't got <laughs> no six-pack. She's strong as shit. <laughs> she's strong as shit for her age and size. Boo, the gym comes to a standstill when she would lift.
4: Because
1: <laughs> she she's a small little old lady, so the gym would come to a standstill, and people want to look at her, you know. Yeah. Particularly all the young girls would come in there like,
4: oh, look at her. I'm like, oh my God, look,
1: look, look. I'm like, yeah. She's throwing it. You know, I had a older, I had an older woman who was one an older black woman who came to me. She had osteopenia, in the beginning of osteoporosis, and her doctor told her you need to lift weights. And I stopped her osteopenia in right in right in its, right in its tracks. She sent her back. She was like, Yes, yeah, has gone. Because I had her lift. I had her deadlifting. And she's like, I can't do that. I was like, Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, she, <laughs> yes, she, yes, you can. <laughs> That's how I like to get my clients and my clients, believe me. I always tell them if I say you can do it, you can do it. I know you can do it because I've seen you get up to this. You can do it. Pick it up. And you show them video of like, here's an old lady doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I can say you can do it. You can do it. You know, one, a young cat Cameron, he was one of my, one of my real success stories. He came to me. He was six foot four, 165 pounds. Okay. Yeah, that's very skinny.
2: He probably had a six pack.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that, that that high. Came in, yeah. He
1: came in with a six pack. Very no fat. I I revamped his diet in uh, six months. I had him up to one ninety-five body weight. I got him up to one ninety-five. Then his money got funny and he had to he had to stop coming to the gym, but, mm. <laughs> you know, that time. but he was like Mike, like, like Mike, you remember when them dudes would go to the military? And mm-hmm. they start basic weighing like 110 pounds, and they finish basic weighing 150 pounds yeah. just because this is the first time they've been eating regularly and doing something regularly. Yeah. He was like that.
4: Yeah.
2: Well, that's probably why his money got funny. He was spending all his money
1: on food. Like, well, I was like, you got to eat more. He's going broke. I was like, eat eat this. And I was sending him stuff down. I had him taking supplements. Like, you got to take this. You know, take, the, take these this weight gainer and stuff like that. And I got him up to a solid 195. It's get like it. his voice
0: got deeper. Like, we, I was like, what's, what the <laughs> fuck is... <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that
4: yeah.
0: um... Like, when you finally get serious about, like, getting fit and stuff like that, I mean, like, to the point where you're, like, buying supplements and stuff like that,
4: yeah.
1: like,
0: easily. When I start buying my supplements, I easily spend, like, maybe...
1: It's easy. It's It's easy.
0: Yeah, it's like $200. And that's making regular grocery store runs where you end up at the grocery store at least maybe two times a week or maybe. I don't know. Well, now
2: that uh, that vitamin aisle that you never went down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Try looking at that shit. Like my boy, my trainer, that kid eats about, (sighs) he must eat about 20,000 calories a day. And that's a lot of calories, a lot of meat, a lot of chicken, a lot of a lot of really lean beef, bison meat, shit like that. Bison is delicious. Yeah, so he's got to, He had to find like a butcher shop where he could get the shit wholesale, <laughs> looking for Groupon deals and shit.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> shit. starts hunting shit like that, so he could find he could find his meat supply because he's got to eat about eight eight or nine times a day. Yeah, yeah, he would take he would bring food up to Jim. You see him where Brian? Oh, he's eating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he, yeah. trying to keep his weight on and he was two two 235 but he only had like a 3% body fat
2: yeah that's ridiculous yeah.
1: six pack for days <laughs> six, <laughs> six pack for days take a shirt off you're like yeah you can put your shirt back on man I don't need to see this Making everybody feel bad just <laughs> filling up the room I'm like I'm gonna need you to put all that back put all the <laughs> muscles back in the closet <laughs> you blinded
3: everybody put <laughs> where, it
1: away <laughs> where you got them out from he takes
3: his shirt off and he goes oh <laughs>
1: And he's a big redhead too, so his skin's pale as fuck. I'm like, listen, come on now, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're that. I don't think you're that far off, Karen. I don't think you, the way you're working. I don't. I don't think you're that far off. And you eat relatively good. I see the shit that Rod's making for you. Y'all eat relatively good. You eat normal portions. That's another thing. You eat yes. normal size portions.
3: Yes. You know? and um, We started doing more vegetarian, more like. I never really rest. I like chickpeas. So we started eating more like chickpeas and tofu and yeah. stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So you're not, you're not that far off. Yeah. Mike's lost a bunch of weight. His wife's
0: lost a bunch of weight. Not that yeah. far off. I gave like four pounds back though. I, I, I took like well, a that's, that's being in the house. I took two yeah. weeks off. Yeah. That's
3: being that in the house. That's being in the house.
1: <laughs> you, forget, you forget just over the course of the day when you're out, how many calories you expend just living your life.
3: Yeah. yeah moving around yes
1: moving around living your life you know yeah. particularly in a place like a dc or something like that where we have to walk everywhere yeah. like andy i don't know i don't know how you're doing it because you don't have to go do you still have to go to the pentagon and stuff like that
2: no i haven't done that in a while yeah, uh, everything's good. for everything's at home now but yeah i used to have to go out and do things and park somewhere and walk you know like it was it was i mean it's just a lot of low level activity right you know, it's just it's not like you are working out but
1: no, but you're expelling the course calories. Of the
2: day. That's why those people who work in offices have those little bicycle things under their desk where they're pedaling right. all day or they're right. walking on a treadmill or whatever. It's like just by the end of the day, there's a few hundred calories gone that you yeah. wouldn't have burned otherwise.
1: Even a standing yeah. desk makes you expel calories. You have to yeah. stand up and just stand there and work on your desk.
2: I try to take the dog for longer and longer walks, but he's not happy when it's hot out. He's, he'd yeah. rather just go back home. He's not a rugged outdoorsy kind of, of dog. Yeah. <laughs> so like for a while it was three miles. It was always three miles or at least like 2.8. Mm-hmm. And now when it's like 90 degrees out, it's like two miles or less. He's Does he do
1: that thing where he lays down and makes you carry him?
2: No, but I can tell he's like he's like panting extra hard. Sometimes I can tell he wants to just stop for a minute like in a shaded spot. Um, so – you know, in those situations, I'm like, I I could go longer, but I know I don't want to. Dogs can overheat; like, they don't have sweat glands, mm-hmm. you know. But um, that was like my thing. I was like, well, I'll just take the dog for three plus mile walks every day. He and then, as soon thing. as it hit eighty five, he was like, "Yeah, why don't you just do that by yourself, man?"
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that about that life.
1: I still get up in the morning and and run. I try to run around ten, and it's already. Oh, I by the 80s. You know what's funny? is like, I'm like, this is kicking my ass. You know, I used to run during lunchtime in Texas. It would be like 95, 100 degrees, and I would run five miles. Humidity, yes. Yeah, and I would run like five miles, and I would do that five days a week. God. It, at lunchtime. And then I would train in the evening. <laughs> you know, no problem. Now I'm like, oh fuck this. <laughs> fuck, yeah, but so when
2: when you were doing that, when you were running five miles a day in Texas, there was some fifty-one-year-old dude driving by, like fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like, now you're that.
4: Guy. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Yeah.
1: People would see me. I would leave. I would just have on a just on. a am just having a pair of shorts and shoes and a Walkman. <laughs> yes,
3: yes. You automatically flip to the other side without you having to pull out the tape. <laughs> and a
1: Walkman <laughs> and I would just run because uh, that's why I worked at Southwest Research was a huge complex it was like a military base and I would just run start at the fitness center run five miles all around and then finish back at the fitness center go in take a shower go uh go up to the cafeteria buy something to eat go back to my office eat lunch in my office and then I would like go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> and wait to do my next. We worked in mail services, which is a little bit, whenever you say you work in the mail room, people are like, usually, nah, there's a lot of shit that goes into it. But we had that downtime. Mm-hmm. We were just yeah. waiting on the next thing because you got that little break where you're waiting on the next thing, like the afternoon and evening stuff. So you get that little moment in between. I want to sleep, bitches. <laughs> <I'm gorgeous>. <laughs> <laughs> and my desk was against the wall, so I had that tall, I had that big chair where I could just lean back against the wall. Just <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, man. My um, I, I I broke my bike. So uh, that's why uh, for two weeks I didn't have my bike, but I ride about 10 miles on my bicycle. That's like the best investment I ever bought was my bicycle yeah. during the pandemic because now yeah. they sold out of bikes now too. So when they couldn't get weights, they yes. Start up all
3: the bikes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What yeah. about them uh Patreon things? Like, what's th- them things everybody was showing where you can like you um you got like a class, a digital class, and you got like a teacher and oh, the Peloton, got, like, yeah,
1: Peloton, Peloton. Yes. yeah. You don't want you don't want a Peloton bike. First of all, they're like three thousand dollars, yeah, so, <laughs> just for the bike alone. <laughs> so you know, and I'm sure they probably make you pay monthly for the class just get a bike and ride outside <laughs> it'd be fine <laughs> or get a stationary bike in the house and ride that one of the two you know
0: which is funny because good. if you get a bike some some of the bikes that i've seen and they do have left on the rack it's like three thousand dollars yeah but the that's one, why they're still on the rack yeah. <laughs> yeah but you get some really good you get like i paid six i believe for my bike yeah and um but it was like the the um could they just upgraded the bikes i can't think of it's it's a giant bike that's what it's called. Um, so I got like the giant two because it was getting ready to come out with the giant three. So right. I, I got that one on sale. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I got um, my I got my daughter's bike from Target right before. Mm-hmm. So we got all right, but then we went down to we went down to that resort mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. We we took some bikes and rode around the resort. So now mm-hmm. now she wants a bike. You know, the queen wants a bike now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, here's the thing: is we the third floor, I'm not dragging that thing up and down three flights of stairs every time we want to go. <laughs> and now we're we going to put it. I'm don't you have a storage it. room down there? We don't. Our okay. storage room is the attic.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So we've My, got
1: plenty of storage, but we're in that. We have an attic.
2: When I lived in that neighborhood, our building had a storage, like a community storage room for the building. It was basically just for bikes because that's the only thing yeah. you could keep in there.
1: Oh, if we had that, you'd be in the house. You yeah. know? I'd probably do it then, you know. It's a yeah. community source, but we don't have that.
0: The woman yeah. wants a bike. Now she, now that I, I'm, me and my daughter ride a lot, uh, ride around a lot, and then she saw that and she was like, "I want one." But yeah. the, boy can't, the boy can't ride yet, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they have those bikes where you can put that that tandem thing on the back. That, that that'd be the, that'd be for her bike.
1: You could put the you, could <laughs> put, oh, you can pedal be. along with it. You know, yeah. they make that. Yeah. I don't know how much it is, but I know they
0: make them. Yeah, he's um, he's he's not a bike person. He's not a he's not like an outdoorsy. He's he'll do it if y'all do it. He's a coder. He's a coder. He'll do it if y'all do it. you see us. And then he, I mean, cause we he, we have like a little small one, like a little with a tri- uh, not a tricycle, but it has like the training wheels and stuff. So he'll yeah. ride around with us and everything. But then he like to, he wants to ride with me and Deja. And me and Deja, we get on our bikes and it's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like slow down. Then his mama, like, I'll walk with you. <laughs> he's and I, like, he's <laughs> like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, my daughter will go for a ride because I, by myself, I ride maybe ten to twelve miles. Right. Myself. But then my daughter wants to ride with me, so I take her out with me to go ride. And then she pulls a, a Andy's dog at about a mile or two. He like it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, breathe, breathe with a tongue out. <laughs> yeah. It's too long. I don't think I can make it. I, I can't do it. <laughs> like breathe with
1: a tongue out. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh,
1: that's how well, I mine keep- has. Mine will ride a couple miles. I'll run. I'll run like three miles and let her ride ride with me. Mm-hmm. So she'll ride next to me while I'm running. Mm-hmm. So we we were doing that, but now that with the heat coming, <laughs> yeah, you know, I- yeah. Yeah, we'd have to get up early and go, which I don't mind. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, how you how you how you handling her sleep patterns now? Because my kids, I'll I be. Um uh, they're, they're tough they sleeping they're sleeping in, they sleep in everything like they have full time jobs. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening.
4: yeah
1: she sleeps yeah, she sleeps like she was drunk the night before. I was like, were you drinking? Why are you sleeping like this why are you sleeping like this you know during the week, I'm up, I'm up all night, yeah, so, by the time I go to bed, the sun's already up, it's like five thirty when I go to bed, and then she won't get up till like 10 which then forces me to get up so i'll get up at like 10 mm-hmm. and then i'll be up and then i go back to bed around eight thirty. you know so but she just i don't know she, I, swear, I swear to god dude she seems like she's a little alcoholic i'm like why are you <laughs> what is wrong with you you yeah. know when i was a kid i would get up to watch TV. nope she, like, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah,
2: well, it's not supposed to start until like you're like you're yeah. 15 or so is when you start right. sleeping all the time
1: right
3: Right, and Randolph. I and this is just um the way I'm thinking. I think with uh your baby's anxiety is wearing her out, like it I don't could be I realize, yeah. like it's zapping her energy that it she told, that she normally would have put in into school and all that stuff is on her mind so she yeah. can't really rest. And so, right. she does rest, she actually oversleeps. It definitely could be.
1: Um, I, I can't discount that. She uh how are your kids eating, Mike? That's another big one for us. Uh, my kids,
0: Enjoy. I mean, they're still, well, we, my, my wife forces healthy eating. Okay. So they're still eating, like, healthy snacks. but You have them structured during the day? But absolutely not. They're eating a lot.
1: <laughs> That's the thing. Is, well, mine won't. Yeah. She'll eat, she'll fuck around, and eat a little breakfast, mm-hmm. kind of a little snack here, snack there, and then dinner. I'm like, listen. I know a little bit about this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just a little bit. I spent a lot of money to learn about it. You need to eat. (laughs) All right. So she was like, well, it's because I'm in school and, and I had to eat. I said, so you need to, you want me to put you on a schedule? Uh It's like, yes. I was like, okay, then you need to be eating breakfast. No later than 1030. You need to be eating lunch. No later than 130. You need to eat a snack around 430. You need to eat dinner when we may eat dinner. Yeah. So we've had to kind of institute that to kind of regiment her as far as you're going to eat here and eat here and eat here, and I don't want you eating no bullshit either. I want you eating
3: <laughs> like a real fucking
4: meal, a you
1: bag of eating? jelly beans for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want you eating a real and eating a
3: whole meal. bag of starbursts, baby.
1: Right. You know, so. but it was on. It was
2: before one thirty, though. <laughs>
1: the other day, I walked by. She's eating a sandwich and some chips. And some applesauce. I was like, okay, she's eating a regular, <laughs> she's eating a regular ass meal. Yeah. <laughs> it's a regular ass meal. The, All right.
0: The biggest you know. thing is just the um. I call it the one hour wreck rec time. Yeah. Because it, you know, especially if my wife is busy at work doing something at work, and then I'm, I'm caught up doing something at work, then it's and then they're, they're just running around trying to get that energy out. <laughs> yeah. And they, you know, you want, you want to go outside. So uh, it's just that it's just that part is just trying to get them to find something that's at, because if you don't, if I don't drag my son by his ankles outside, he's not going going outside.
1: Mine won't want to go out either. You know what we're doing now is, well, I would send her out to ride her bike. Mm. i go sit. I First, when she first kind of started doing it, I would kind of go with her. Mm. Now I'm like, I'm going to sit on this bench. You take that bike and you take (laughs) it, you ride off over there (laughs) and you come back. I'll be here. You know, Mm -hmm. now we have bought the, so the, um, The stamp from the beginning book, Mm. the doctor in Dr. Kendi's book that I recommend to everybody stamp from the beginning, the complete history of racism in this country as well as worldwide. Mm. They made an adapted version of that for young adults. Okay. So I bought that book for her. So we've been going outside and we'll sit outside for, we read a chapter. She's, she's supposed to read for 30 minutes a day. That's another thing. She's supposed to read for 30 minutes a day. Mm. we uh, we do a chapter now in her mind it's 30 minutes it's really not it's like (laughs) it's about 40 45 minutes because we talk about the stuff we're reading in the chapter so we're doing like a chapter a day so we do that so we'll go outside to the bench out front one of these benches in the little white community watch white people walk hey what are you guys reading about you (laughs) (laughs) about
3: oppression
1: you know uh, Thursday we sat on the balcony. Ah! Devils. Yeah. Devils. (laughs) I'm reading this book by professor Griff, you know, (laughs) devils, you know, we sat on the balcony we sat on the balcony and read, I think we're supposed to read today. We might read a little bit, a little bit later, you know, read a chapter, you know, it's funny watching her read this because she's very indignant. Mm -hmm. You know, like they, they really did it. Yes, they really did that. <laughs> Why were they? Well, you know, <laughs>
3: because of labor, baby, because of labor.
1: <laughs> they said the Bible. I was like, yes, they said the Bible. Is that still in the Bible? Yes. What? You know, very indignant. <laughs> She's really,
2: yeah, And then you're, you're realizing, oh, oh, there's no real young adult way to say this.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no. What the guy did is he adapted it and put it in fun language. Okay. He calls people hate and shit like that. Like there was here, like serious haters. Like there was literally, I was. It's like so he writes like that.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: But you can't change the material.
0: <laughs> Those nice masters were some serious haters. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and he takes out the he takes out the deep details that are in the adult book. Right. Mm- the, the details in the adult book will make you put the book down and walk away with your hands like, <laughs> looking up at the ceiling like Jesus fucking Christ. You know, you walk around doing that a lot. I got to right? ride my bike for a while.
0: Text me that
4: book, um, Andy.
0: I mean, Stamp from the Beginning. You want You talk about the young one? Yeah, the young one. Okay, so the adult one is
1: called Stamp from the Beginning mm-hmm. by Ibram X. Kendi. Okay. The young book, let me look on my Amazon. It's probably out of stock, because when this shit went down, mm-hmm. white folks
0: made a run on all these books.
3: Yeah, they did. They sold. They was, cool. they was making a lot of people a lot of money. I mean, they put when, a, I went to,
0: when I went to um, Books a Million for the James Baldwin the first time, all well, gone. Time, look, they had the African American Studies section all the way in the back of the top <laughs> the right-hand corner. Right. And I'm like, yo, why is it all the way to back African American Studies?
1: The, kid, the kid's one is called Stamped, Racism, anti-racism, and you. Okay. It's by Jason Reynolds and Ibram X. Kendi. Ibram is spelled I-B-R-A-M X. Kendi, K-E-N-D-I.
0: Okay. Look like that. Jason Reynolds.
1: And it tells you uh, Jason Reynolds adapted Ibram's book. Ibram found Jason to adapt the book for him. Uh, He's the one who wrote that book, anti-race, how to be an anti-racist, Ibram Kendi, which is a I have that book too. It's fantastic. Here's what Ibram Kennedy will do for you as a black person. He made me look at the racism that I carry inside myself against black people.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He made me look at my own biases and anti blackness biases that I carry against
3: black people. We all actually have it in us right now, but a lot of people will not admit it. Oh, yeah. But, but it shows it's. It's ugly head in various different ways,
4: right?
1: Be
3: it PWIs, HBCUs, like like that's one way. Be it right. the 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 four C versus non four C, you right. know. Be it the pull your pants up, wear suit crowd, like it. Right. it and, and it's various different ways. Be it I'm um, I, I I I'm a quote unquote upper Negro, so shame on you poor Negroes. You poor for yes. a reason, and yes. like 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 it's it's something that we all have to untrain ourselves because we're all affected by white su- this white supremacy system right. we have and we were all kind of raised up in it so it actually hurts everybody you have white people not knowing out of them not knowing and because mm-hmm. of their how like can i say it of their not wanting to feel bad they don't teach the white kids right. and then not teaching the white kids they don't teach the black kids so you have this generation of children just not knowing
1: mm-hmm. yeah my own anti-blackness and he he opens up the book how to be an anti-racist talking about his his anti-blackness that he learned and it took him years to unlearn and realize and he you know where he really kind of got it he went to fam down in uh florida he went to and he started that kind of started his trip down in there and then he went to temple in in philly and 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 majored in africa he wasn't going to major in african-american studies and he was like yeah i guess i think i am going to major in african-american <laughs> studies you know and uh he learned about intersectionality intersectionality i always fuck that word up by working with just dope black women who were who were knew more than him about anti-blackness knew more than him and he learned from them and and uh the takeaway phrase from that book that I really take away is, and this one comes out of stamped, is the only thing that's wrong with black people is that we think there's something wrong with black people.
3: Right, <laughs> right,
1: right. That's the takeaway phrase I took from that book. The only thing and, that's wrong with black people is that we think there's something wrong with black people. That's right. the only be, be, thing.
3: Because there's nothing wrong with us. Because the thing <laughs> nope. is, we are taught that we're less than white people are taught that we're less than. So. Everybody kind of internalized that there's a less than, but there's no right. such thing as Dang we're it. all actually yeah. equal, but yeah. for some reason this less than actually helps society function. Yeah. And it really just helps white supremacy, even but we don't understand that if you really get right. down to it. And a lot of that is because of slavery, you know, if that's the topic of the day. And yeah. I, I I think that because I went to HBCU and mm-hmm. I think that for me it was the best experience in the world. For me personally, to go to a an HBCU and everybody's black and everybody looks like you, because in my experience, there's no excuses. And I, and I'm not knocking people to to PWIs, but there's no excuses. If you don't do well, you don't do well because you're not doing well. It has yeah. nothing to do with the color of your skin because everybody looks like you, my nigga. Like, so you yeah. can't come in here think you extra <laughs> special. Or none of that shit. Yeah. Because yeah. we are all the set Like like for my experience, like we are all quote unquote the same. Also that gives you a
1: four year a four years of everybody is the same. And you don't have to, you're four years underneath out from underneath the, the umbrella of that. So that's four years where you can flourish. I didn't get to go to an HBCU. Um, I oftentimes wonder how much different my life would have been if I had. I've I've lately I, I say oftentimes Lately, I've thought about that. You know, would I do I want Ava to go to an HBCU? Would I want her to go to Howard? Absolutely. If she, uh, yeah, absolutely. But my kid is the kind of kid, at least right now, who can get along with anybody. Hmm. But I would like her to go to an HBCU. I'd like her to go to Howard, <laughs> you know. So she could carry Howard with her. Does that make sense? I mean, you see, we all know people from Howard. They some they someday, hey, you just just go into an establishment and shout out "HU" and watch what happens. Yeah, they Somebody won't shut share. up
2: about it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> they,
1: they're gonna let you know that's where they're yeah. from, and, and they have a they have a click about them that I'd like for her to have.
3: And and it's you know. a special type of thing. But the thing is. Even if you go to PWIs, all the black people find each other. That's what you yes, realize. Yes. Just because you had a PWI, don't mean that the yeah. black people don't know each other. Like they have student unions. You, you you'll yeah, find, you'll find, the find each people. Other. Yeah. Um, I think uh, for me, uh, the oh, like this. I feel. How can I say this? My husband challenged me to learn more about the history. There are some things that I just knew, but but. It it wasn't concrete, you know. You know things out of life experience, but you go when you go back and read the history of you go. Oh, these are the connections, Mm -hmm. and this is why these things are still happening to today. And this is you know the things that I need to do to better educate myself because it's not about us; it's about the next generation because they they're going to have to deal with the consequences that are that that, that are happening right now. Not us. We're going to be dead and gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think uh, you should might want to start thinking about those things for you. I never thought about it. I don't think my parents ever thought about it. Mm-hmm. So now I think about it for, I think about it for Ava. Yeah. You know, I often think about if I got a choice between sending her, I'm, I would never send her to a private school, even if I could afford it, mm. which my in-laws would probably, would probably pay for it. If I wanted to go to a private school, I wouldn't do that to her. Because if I send her to a private school, it's going to be majority white and uh, mm-hmm. I don't want her to have to assimilate. Yeah. Because they call, they call it integration, but it's not integration. It's assimilation. You can come here just be like us. I don't want that for her. I want her to be in a place where she can be whatever the fuck she wants to be. Whatever she's going to be, I want her to be in a place that, that allows her to do that. So if that means I have to send her to a public school that has, let's say, I don't know, lesser academics, but there are more people there that, that look like an America I want her to live in, Mm -hmm. then I want her to go to that. Karen, did you freeze again? No. Okay. You just sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you were frozen in that position before. (laughs) I want her to go to that. And the, and the lack of she makes up in academics will make up for ourselves. I don't have that. How much too
2: winds up like my friend, uh, his, his son just graduated high school. And so he's going to college if there is such a thing (laughs) this fall (laughs) Um, but he chose. I mean, he's very smart, and he got like I think it's there 4.0 and kind of had a was able to choose what school you know. But Virginia Tech had the program he wanted,
1: and you got to go there. Field. That's the program he wants, so and you like, got to go there. Yeah,
2: so like she might actually be the one that chooses, like yeah, private public HBCU PWI. She might be able to just say that school has the
1: department what I need, and that's fine. That I want you know. I would hope that through all this reading and stuff we're doing now that she will be grounded when it's time for her to go there. Right. That's the point of putting all this stuff in her toolbox now. So she can feel indignant about it now and carry that feeling of indignation into the next thing. So she'll have this toolbox. I didn't have this toolbox then I knew it was fucked up. <laughs> you know? I was a guy who, I was a kid who read the color purple when I was in middle school and cause it was just around the house. So I read it, who read Richard, Wright? You know, black boy, the autobiography of Richard, Wright, Cause it was around the house when I was in like eighth grade. So like, let me read this. And I was a kid who read, but I didn't know. I wasn't talking about it with anybody or I didn't have any black teachers that I could sit down and talk about. I didn't have no black counselors as much as my I didn't talk about my parents. Much as I love my parents. We didn't talk about shit like that. No way. <laughs> no way. Other than the vagaries of, you know, don't let nobody call, you, you no know, goddamn nigga. You, you fucking <laughs> put them in, put them on their fucking ass, you know, that kind of stuff. And just, you knew racism was around you. Mm-hmm. Right. you knew you knew it could touch you in a in a negative way, but you didn't know anything about the whys and the wherefores of it, and you also knew that you had to be you had to be better you had to dress a certain way, walk a certain way, talk a certain way um you couldn't name your children certain stuff, all that kind of shit all that was being drilled into you by the elders above you who believed in respectability
3: politics yeah and also I think for me, as wild as this may sound. It wasn't until I got in the last couple of years being on social media and Twitter and just seeing everybody's black experience. Mm -hmm. I did not realize how privileged my life was in being black. And the reason why I say this Randolph is because I never had my blackness questioned. I'm black. Mm -hmm. And and I, so I didn't have to deal with, am I black? Am I white? I didn't have to deal with Mm -hmm. white people accepting me and having to deal with black people because of their hurt and pain rejecting me before I reject them like 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 as I got older I was like oh this is why people are having these over hurt and pain mm-hmm. from other black people like I didn't have to deal with that so I realized oh this is a privilege for me to be comfortable in my blackness mm-hmm. and not have to question who I not trying to find it, who I am in my relationship with blackness
1: it's also learning what blackness is correct <laughs> and what it's not. And, it's whatever uh, your
3: experience is, baby. Right. I tell people, whatever your experience yeah. is, I don't care if you are black and you like heavy metal and rock and roll. You are, your, your experience right. is black as shit. It don't th- matter what you like. Yeah, and there's things that
1: I did that, that are fucked up and I think about it and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I shouldn't have done nothing even, even closer. I did fucked up shit to black people and I've had fucked up shit done to me. I was a guy who, whose blackness was questioned because I, I read a lot or I spoke proper, you yeah. know. Um, but I was also a guy who would clown the black kid who listened to rock music, even oh, though I listened to rock music. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? But I did, but I, I had a very eclectic music that I listened to, but I knew rock songs, but I was a guy who would, there was always one black full on rocker kid, mm-hmm. you know, and we would, we would clown them. And then Living Color came and we were like, mm-hmm. oh, cause we didn't know nothing about Jimi Hendrix. I don't know how, we didn't know that we did not know nothing about Jimi Hendrix, but then living color came. We were like, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, there's, there's, there's black people who do this and we like this too. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know? So they were, they were big as far as opening my eyes as to black people do other stuff other than R and B and hip hop and jazz and the blues. We also do rock and roll, you know?
4: Yeah.
1: And, 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 Unlearning, unlearning little bits of things along the way as far as that, but it still took me, Jesus Christ, years to start to let go of um, respectability, to start to let go of the way people wear their hair, names, yep. tattoos. Yeah. It's it's.
3: It took it's, me a year. It's still working on it. It's an ongoing thing. I'm still working on it. It's, it's a process because now yeah. since I'm older and I've kind of embraced my blackness, I don't know what it is about after you turn 40, you get the fuck it gene. Where you go, I don't care what y'all got to say. Yeah. A lot of my family, they look at me like I'm the oddball white person because I was like, yes, I eat oysters. Yes, I eat sushi. Right. You know, yes, I do right. caviar. You know, and I know I I sound kind of bougie to y'all, but I have to tell them I'm tired of chicken, fish, hot dogs, and hamburgers. Everything you you ain't got to know how to pronounce.
1: Right, right. You know, it took me years to, years, years. And a lot of big, a lot of, for me it was Ferguson. I don't know. I don't know what it is for anybody. For me it's Ferguson. But for me it was also reading for myself and listening to, uh, being willing to listen to people to smart people. You know, what really makes me happy now is knowing that a guy like Bamani Jones is friends with ta Coates and um, Howard Bryant and that they talk to each other on the, that really makes me happy that like these, these smart, but just mm. smart dudes connect with each other and they talk to each other on the phone and like how Brian was interviewing him and he was like yeah we were talking on the phone we were just like like we were having a conversation about that and then they start talking about it or like ta saying like the guy the kid who made the OJ documentary Ezra Mm
4: -hmm.
1: he was like they were talking about the OJ documentary he was like Ezra sent me the because they before it even filmed they were like, yeah, Ezra sent me the thing and I was talking to him about the movie because Ezra, Ezra, Ezra was like, I'm going to do this OJ documentary and it's going to be in six parts. He was like, man, that shit ain't. Nobody's going to get told him, man, that shit, nobody's going to watch that shit. Six part, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, it's smart dudes talking to each other like ordinary, just regular ass street, but, but still so highly intelligent. That yeah. just makes me really... To happy and are able to talk to just your regular other motherfuckers the same way. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: I think that goes back to when Chris Rock was saying, Andy and I talk about that a lot when Chris Rock was saying that he was like, I got to hang around some smart black people, man. <laughs> At some point he was like, I got to hang around some smart black people. So he started hanging out. What that? What's that writer's name? He started hanging out with Andy. Um, Nelson George. Nelson George. Nelson George was, might be the Ta-Nehisi Coates of his generation. Nelson was a, a a culture writer. He wrote about culture and he wrote about music. Nelson George. He also wrote poetic justice. Didn't he write poetic justice? I don't know. I don't. I think he wrote poetic justice. I'll pull up the Google. Mystery. I think he might have Nelson George. I checked
2: him at the Javits Center once when we were sure camping.
1: on that. Yeah, In Nelson New York. George. I was
2: like, oh, I know your name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah i'm i'm in i Nelson George I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I got you
1: and he met Nelson George and Nelson George opened up a world of of just smart i'm no air quotes smart black people that he could carry a conversation here's the thing about Chris is Chris didn't think he was smart like, no you're very smart <laughs> you're you're very smart you're not you're not you're very smart you just have a different type of Not even a different type of, you just didn't want, you left school at 10th grade, but that don't make you not. He didn't have people telling him he was smart. Right. Right.
2: But that, that's a lot, a lot of it is like, you start to believe your own hype because people tell you that and you get into a college that you never thought you'd get into. And then he was doing comedy as a teenager, dropped out of high school. So like, where's his, he doesn't have the credentials in his mind as a smart guy,
0: you know? Right. He produced good hair. Nelson did. Yeah. He for, he
1: produced, see, they're friends. <laughs> he's he's yeah.
0: producing for Rock. Yeah. Um, the N Word. Yeah. Um, Strictly Business. CP4. CB4. That's the one.
1: Yeah.
3: So you my, see, that's
1: my jam. He was putting, he was putting his smarts behind his friend, you know, Good Hair CB4. Yeah. Strictly Business. I love that movie. It's such a simple, mm-hmm. yeah. fun movie. Halle Berry. Young Halle Berry. Yeah. yeah Tommy, Tommy Davidson.
0: Davidson.
1: Yeah. Uh, that brother who's now a, Trump dude, Duh.
0: it's always the it's always the, the yeah. seamless African American
4: actor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can just point him out.
1: That <laughs> yeah. yeah, really makes me happy, knowing that the, knowing that all those guys are friends and that they all talk amongst themselves. Yeah. Also, um, it also really made me helps me to. Def- I don't want to say define my marriage. I don't think that's the right. Term define my marriages. I don't think is the right term. I think uh, not make it okay to be married to a white woman. No, not. I've never felt like I had to explain why I was married. How I was married to a white woman. I've had a lot of people ask me that. How can I, talking about the things that I talk about, be married to a white woman? I said, well, that's pretty. Yeah, (laughs) devils. Cheryl Underwood Underwood asked me, why am I married to a gray girl? (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that one. (laughs) That's new to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's because I'm an anti-racist. That's why. If you're an anti-racist, you don't believe that any one group is any better nor worse than the other. That's why. I was always raised with that. In mind, even though we grew up in racism, my parents always put that in us and said, "No one's better than you, and you're not better than anybody else." But still, watch out for these white motherfuckers. It was still, there was still this <laughs> dichotomy. You know, still watch, what, what, watch, what, watch out wife. for these white motherfuckers. You know, but I never, I never really dated white women because I was living in Texas. It it's Too much of a hassle. I don't want to fucking yeah. deal with it. Dated a lot of black girls, a lot of Mexican girls, because <laughs> it was San Antonio, Texas. But uh, it's too much of a hassle you know, but my wife grew up on the border immersed in the Mexican culture. So that's probably a big, (laughs) a big thing. It's not quite the same. Like I've, I've had friends who are Latina meet her Mm-hmm. And they're like, is she Latina? Like, no, she's not. She's not she's not Latina. Are you sure? Yeah, she's a devil. She's not Latina. Another thing I tell and I tell young brothers this, or even black women getting involved with a uh black women getting involved with a white man. If the person that you're with is making you sacrifice your blackness, you don't want to be with them. No, you don't. You, that's you don't. that's the big one is if you have to sacrifice your blackness for this person, or if you're trying to dial that Chris, Chris does a great joke about that. Cause he was talking to me. It's on his, it's on Chris's CD, Chris Lambert. that joke about, but that was me. He was talking to ordering the chicken, ordering the that. chicken. Yeah. We were talking about it one day. I was <laughs> like, no, don't, don't dial your blackness down for anybody. Don't dial your If you have to give up your blackness for some reason, you'd know, no, no. no. But there's there are also black people that you have to give up your blackness for, levels of your blackness. No, no.
3: Yeah, we 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 can't we can't uh, kick it as far as I'm concerned. I tell people I was like, if somebody loves you, they need to love your people. I don't care who right. they are. Like if they love right. you, they your your people. You don't come without your people, which right. is the struggles and everything else that my people go through. We got to deal with this now, and right. it's one of those things where. I'm, growing up I never dated a white dude that's because a white white people never approached me yeah it's 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 an opportunity thing yeah Yeah. it's it's not that I would have said no it's just none never approached me and so since no, you know I'm from the south I you know it was one of those things where I was very aggressive on going out and reaching white men so Mm -hmm. as far as I was concerned I was like okay cool like I didn't have a problem with that at all. And and it wasn't out of our own date, white men. I was like, okay, it is what it is.
0: Right. Michael, right. They, um scared me straight when it came to white women at a very young age. He was just like, um, don't mess with white women because they say that you raped them and they kill you and cut your dick off.
4: No,
1: here's thing. Well, here's thing. Hey, they
2: <laughs> kill you first, though? Yeah, they then kill
1: you first, then cut uh, your dick off. Cut I your hope dick they off kill then. you first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was my granddad. That was five years old when he told me that. and, I, and it
1: <laughs> Okay, but, but let's break that down. Yeah. Why would your granddad tell you that? Because your granddad saw that happen yeah. more than once. And in his mind, he was loving you and protecting you from that. Okay? Yeah. And that's, that's not that long ago in the grand scheme of things. If you your granddad, that's not that long. That's less than 100 years.
0: Yeah, that's probably, <laughs> you that's, know? For him, probably at that age, he was probably about, what, 15 years, 10 years?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not that long ago, you know? Yeah. So it, it's not that far-fetched for him, to, for him to tell you that, like, don't ever mess with a white girl. Never, because you get your dick cut off. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you, do you like having a dick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, start Let's start there. You if you answer, don't want to, if you yes. mind, I mean, yeah,
4: it's he,
1: not that far. I think about that with my dad. My dad grew up in a segregated society, mm-hmm. and so did my father-in-law. So, how did it affect both of them? Right. How did it affect them?
4: Yeah.
1: You know what? What was the impacts yeah. on them? I know what happened. impacted ones on my dad. <laughs> you know.
0: Is you know we like, have. Go ahead. No, no, I was about to say, even like now, like he, he called me up when that whole Karen incident happened
4: mm-hmm.
0: with the, uh, the Cooper the, Yeah. he called. Yeah. He called me and he said, see, see, I told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't wait. Like, I'm trying to tell you, look, I look at the news. I see?
3: know I know what I'm talking about here, boy.
1: <laughs> How'd y'all feel? Let's, let's bring this one home. Let's bring this home on this. How'd y'all feel about Henry Cooper not uh, testifying?
3: It It didn't bother me because it didn't happen to me. Um, I, I understand the way people feel, but you're pro- a lot of people are projecting out of their own anger and rage. It ain't him. It's the white person did you wrong it, because they did you wrong. You want her to suffer because of something that indirectly may have happened to you. So a lot of the anger is projecting because her going to jail or not going to jail will not change the systematic problem of racism. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change that. That requires more work. So because it requires more work it's easier for people to get angry at individual targets than to try to fix the system itself um mm. and so for me it's whatever he chooses to do you know if he chooses to testify cool if he chooses not to testify I'm like I'm fine either way because I'm not the one that has to deal with the the consequences of him testifying and the consequences of him not testifying. I'm not the one that has to deal with the harassment and all this other stuff that goes along with the whatever decisions he has to make. Cause it's real easy for us to tell other people what to do. when we don't have to deal with the consequences of the repercussions of the backlash of that because truth be told everything that happened was against his will. His sister put out that video, not him. He didn't mm-hmm, want the video out mm-hmm. there in the first place. So everything that's happened has all been against his will, and everybody is disregarding what he said. But we the same people that talk about we should have rights and freedoms. Rights and freedoms is de- is deciding that I don't want to press charges. Mm-hmm. That's also a right and freedom too. People forget that just because you're mad and you're angry and you're upset and you're bitter and you're hurt, it does not mean that all of a sudden I got to be your freedom fighter because you're mad.
0: What you think, Mike? Um, I don't have a really. I don't have an opinion either way. I just kind of feel like. Um, If he did testify, it would kind of put the, the, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for? It would kind of set the precedent. Because you see so many false calls so many times, you know, people crying, saying that, oh, I'm about to be attacked. Like, it's a weapon. When a white woman calls the police, it's another weapon. It may not be a gun, but if you call the police on me, uh, you know, it could go south really fast. And you know what you're doing when you start crying and stuff like that. But for me, him not testifying, pretty much lets her off the hook for me. But at the same time, like Karen said, it's his choice. I, if it was me, oh, I'll be at the court and I would take all of the, all the harassment. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the simple fact, because if I, because sometimes you got to show, you got to show that there's a consequence for, you can't weaponize this. It's a consequence, you know, and in my, and I don't have an opinion because it's his, but at the same time, I just feel like he should testify because they need to know you can't just call the cops as a, as as a weapon. You know, you know what you're doing. Uh, Especially when I know, I know people who dated white women who, who told them that I'm going to uh, call the cops on you. They didn't Uh, talk to your
2: grandfather. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 So, you know, knowing all of that is like, yo, you should, you, you should probably just do it. just see it all the way through because it needs to be taken. That weapon needs to be taken off the shelf.
1: Yeah, Andy, what you think? Um, It doesn't matter what you think.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Old old school.
2: (laughs) Thinking as a devil. Good question. (laughs) I feel like I mean I've always been a live and let live kind of guy. People should be able to do whatever they want, and not every fight is suited for every person. Uh, This guy is clearly a thoughtful guy, an educated guy. He's not. It's not something. It's probably not a decision he came to lightly. He probably thought about this. Um, I think for a lot of people though, the, the issue is that there's so much riding on this one case. A lot of the people observing really want her to get, uh, you know, found guilty and dragged through court because it's emblematic of a much bigger thing. You know, it's, it's like, okay, this will, this will be a symbol. This will represent something more. Uh, and the reason there's so much riding on it is because it never gets to this point where a woman goes to court. And is found guilty of a crime of false police report uh, for threatening a black person with sicking the police on him. So that's something that needs to happen, or at least needs people need to feel like it does happen enough to where this one case doesn't mean so much, you know. And this history is full of one little case that means a lot more, uh, you know. The the loving case of an interracial case. marriage. <laughs> you know, case. they weren't necessarily. Cut out for that fight and they decided to go ahead and fight it. You know, they had stress and I'm sure they did at times were like, let's just not make this our fight. Um, throughout history, you can see there's tons of examples of just a little thing that became a big thing. And so maybe for him, it's just, it's not his fight. And he just feels like, I, I wouldn't be the person, this, this case isn't the one, you know, the, wait for the next one to come along or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people who get into those fights get into them reluctantly, you know, and they, they become a symbolic of a bigger thing. They start a whole new movement. Uh, and the people who are dragged into those fights symbolically or uh, reluctantly rather sometimes have to pay a price. You know, they pay a pretty big price sometimes. Like they don't get to reap the benefits of the fight that they helped win. And so for him, maybe it's just not the price is too high for whatever reason. Maybe his personality is not cut out for it. Um, Maybe he just doesn't want people digging into his past because that'll happen. You know, people will dig up some shit about him and he just seems to be a fairly private person. Uh, so it may be just one of those things where the pitch is coming right down the middle and you decide not to swing uh, because you just don't feel right about it. And so I, I, I can't begrudge him for that. But at some point, there's going to be a small case that becomes the symbol for this whole yeah. problem and it's it's maybe sooner rather than later just not in this case you know
4: i
1: agree with everybody including him but i also feel that listen there has to be a consequence that's the thing there has to be a consequence for this Mm -hmm. there has to be or it's not going to stop yeah there's no consequence it's not going to stop it's going to keep happening and someone's going to get killed there's going to be another hashtag. Somebody's going to somebody's going to and I, killed. It's not out of the question. We know it's not out of the question. We know someone's going to get beat down. We know some at the minimum you're going. Someone's going to have to give up time out of their day, and that's the minimum being nice. Someone's just going to, have to give up time that they shouldn't have to give up. You know, yeah. they're going to get beat. They're going to get killed. If if he doesn't have to testify in order to make that happen, fine. I, was, I asked JL on Twitter. JL doesn't think that he'd have to be there because it's on videotape. It doesn't really matter. We see her doing it. So they got her. They don't really have to do anything. But if he should have to, that's what I would have to tell him. I'd say, listen, this is not, at some point it stops being about you. It's not even about black people. And now we're talking about just the greater good of society, that mm-hmm. there has to be a consequence. I'm not saying she should go to jail but I am saying that it should be like every crime has like a sliding thing. Okay. So maybe she does some community service now, or maybe she does, maybe she date center, you know, go clean up the shit, the dog shit in this park <laughs> around where these birds are at. Go do that for, for fucking three, four, uh, 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 two months of weekends, do that shit, you know, put your little yellow vest on and do a little shame walk out there and clean. I don't know. And, and then if, if you should call somebody, and that person should get taken down to jail, well, then your consequence is going to be greater. And you better hope they don't end up dead behind your little false call because your ass is going to jail. <laughs> okay? Yeah. You know, and it, that kind of thing. There has to be some sort of consequence. And if and this a lot is of the case things, that sets the precedent, then this is the case that sets the precedent. A lot of the
2: things start, like a lot of Supreme Court rulings are start with this one little case that makes its way all the way up and becomes right. law of the land for the next hundred years. Now, Roe versus Wade, you know, it's, it's not like, it's like one case, desegregation. Let's take this six-year-old girl and march her into this this black girl, march her into a white school to, as a flashpoint for a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, almost all these things start with one little case that right. could be inconsequential. In fact, even if he went and testified, this could wind up being inconsequential uh, in the in the grand scheme. But it's, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it makes a gigantic right. difference. It's just a matter of, what he wants to put up with, I guess, and you know, maybe he's already put up with a bunch of threats. He probably has.
1: Maybe he's maybe he means it. Maybe he's like, I don't want her to be punished anymore. She's lost everything. I'm like, it's to me, it's not about y'all anymore.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. It's you know,
1: not being about y'all. It's
0: it's it's, it's like uh, Rosa Parks. You know,
4: yeah.
0: the moment chose her. She was tired, and she just didn't feel like getting. <laughs> the moment chose her. You know, yeah, the, yeah. Ma- imagine. And she's, you know, and she just turned the other cheek. And they're like, it, it, we wouldn't have that, the, uh, you know, the um, the bus, the bus sit-ins and stuff like that. So, I mean, at this point, the moment has chosen. And yeah. I, I disagree. Yeah. I believe that her ass should go to jail because that's a false okay, I mean, person.
3: that's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm not opposed <laughs> and, and, to that. Yeah, and, <laughs> okay. and, I'm not, and I'm not opposed to that either. I don't want people no. to think that I'm opposed to her being punished and not, yeah, punished. not. Yeah. The thing is, yes, there should be a form of punishment. Yeah. But just because a crime happened to me does not mean that I am obligated to actually follow whatever the law of the land is. If the, if, if the court decides to press this without him because he's opted not to do this, it like if he chooses not to do it and she get punished and she go to jail and it sets precedent, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I don't have a problem with, with, with that process at all. I do think that something needs to, quote unquote, happen mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. But I also think the freedom of him being able to express himself Mm-hmm. is it's, it's, it's my fight against people just just raining right. down on him and feeling like if you don't do this you're letting blackness down and like 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 like, like that that's what my pushback towards all these external people who didn't this didn't happen to me
1: yeah right right i don't know if it's about a to me it's not even about blackness to me it's about society you know right. but i wouldn't even say he's letting society down, you don't have any responsibility. But I also agree with Mike. You, you know, listen, she tried to get him fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not act like she didn't. She tried to get him fucked up. So you did. You yeah, your ass goes to jail. Okay, good. You <laughs> right. know, I don't have a problem with that. You tried to get him fucked up.
0: Because that's the part that, that that's the part that that bothers me. It, is if the more the video progressed, the more she turned on the right. camera. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now You're if there was trying no trying to get him fucked up. So if the video didn't re- get released, if if this was how many how many more people has she done has she done that to? And, more and, than but, one. You
1: know what I'm saying? But so this was her first rodeo.
0: Yeah, and that's because and that's because nothing has ever been ever happened. Then there and she's just one. And like they say in the projects, if you see one roach, there's a much, a bunch of <laughs>
4: there's, there's a more
2: more behind people. the
0: wall. Oh yeah. yeah. So there's there, yeah. there and so it's more it's not just in New York. We're talking about North Virginia, we talk about Texas, we talk about North Carolina. Right. There's right, a right, bunch right. of them making these false police reports. That's why that's why I call them false police calls. And and black men, black women are being killed, accosted, whatever. Off 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 because they can't handle a situation and they know that's their, yeah, that's their that's their unarmed weapon that they could pull out. Mm-hmm. And it needs to stop. It, it needs yeah. to come to where. The, the fight and if, made this, out is, of if this
1: is the one, if this is the inflection point case, then so be it, yeah you know that's yeah like i guess i can't I can't fault him for his stance his it's the way he feel, I can't fault him for that,
0: but he does it like a private per- he does it like a private person, like even when he was doing the interviews, he you know he kept the lights low, he like, don't look at me
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I don't know why y'all came in. and 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 and, and my thing is. I I hope something happens to her, I hope it's a punishment yeah. process, you know, a precedent does need to be set. So a lot of it is me agreeing with that standpoint of it. It's, it's almost like um, for domestic violence, you know, sometimes something happened in court be like, well, well, we don't give a fuck what the victim got to say, we're going to go yeah. ahead and go this direction. Yeah. I I like I'm fine with that, too. I'm fine with them saying, we don't care if you want to participate or not, but we're going to go on with this and whatever happens to her just happens to her.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I agree with that. I'm like, this out has to be, this out has to be. I don't have any problem with that. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets time. Hey, hey, <laughs> you mess with the bull bitch. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think the,
2: the bottom line is if she gets, it's, she deserves time. Yeah. She might not get it one way or the other, but we know that she deserves punishment, right. consequences for this. Right. And, you know, maybe she'll get it. But, and also this, this other people deserve to be sent a message that you can't do this. Great. You know?
1: That's the big thing to me. All right. That's a good spot for us to wrap up on. We all set our peace. We <laughs> want to thank Miss Karen for sitting in with us today.
4: A, a little
1: bit. We always have a ball when you're here. Rod's better half, the better half of the Black IO Tips podcast. Uh You keep your woman away from that stove, <laughs> 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 or keep him in. A, keep your woman in the finest of aprons. <laughs>
3: yes, I, I'll be. I'll be sure to. To keep him in check, he he got he got this 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 uh, <laughs> fan over here. So you know, I, I actually don't. You know, this is this is me talking. Karen to him. has a
1: Karen has a hand fan that says <laughs> shade on it. One of the,
3: <laughs> fans yeah, you one, one of our fans got this for Roger, so he, he likes to pull it out and, and like and like place play like a little flute song with
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, we want to thank you for, as always, for sitting in with us. Thank your wife for letting you do this. We appreciate her. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank for you. For letting this happen. As always, we will be discussing uh, uh, the book, uh, Fire Next Time. We will start discussing it. Um, yeah, I got it. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. I got it. So we will be discussing it. Andy, uh, Andy's ready for the for the air fryer life. We'll be discussing that.
2: Yeah, I don't read except uh, instruction <laughs> manuals on electronic <laughs> devices <laughs> but uh yeah I'm, I'm two for two on the air fryer I gotta try out some new things yeah. but I've used it twice
1: yeah it's about time for me to break it back out again so I'm thinking yeah. about it right now alright y'all listen we had a great time with y'all we want to thank y'all as always for coming in and we're gonna file out Karen you're saying the last one okay going last. alright here, here we go thanks so much for coming in guys we hope you enjoyed today's podcast I'm Randolph Terrence I'm Andy Klein I'm Mike B I'm Karen Morrow. Hey, and we have three guys on, plus one lovely lady tonight.
4: Yes, Today we are
1: the car. out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew that.